bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hepe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Ah, just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America and best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. We are live, and uh, we want you to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Uh, don't forget the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. Chunks, the executive producer of the hideout, is here. Uh, Tommy Bateman is the director. Man, whoop, whoop. Man's the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. And Deuce Childeron is screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. In the chair that, for some reason, makes anybody fat that sits in it. Yeah. You're putting some weight on, dude. We were talking about that just before we went on the air. Did I put weight on? You you can see it in your face. Uh, Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, sorry about that. Happy holidays. It's all right. And you got that uh, that mullet going, too. That's not really working for you. Um, J-Dub, since Mm -hmm. we only... We're live tonight, and we're live tomorrow night. Are we the only live show tomorrow? No, I believe the file is. Okay, the file is going to be on. Okay, good. Very good. Um, so anyway, Dubs, uh, where to begin? I'm just not even sure. Uh, a lot of holiday stuff, a lot of wrapping up. Uh, I want to spend a lot of tonight just going through the, um, big stories of 2005. Just generally. I know the file hit it earlier, but, uh, we'll hit it later on this evening, give you our take. But what I wanted to start out with, I got some great audio to play for you, too. We got a comedian stopping by, Mm -hmm. Michael Nelson, I believe it is, Orlando native, uh, who's out in L.A., coming home from the holidays. He's going to swing in here. And actually, Deuce Chill knows him, so uh, that'll be interesting to find out what they know about each other. And from what I understand, they they do the same kind of humor. Oh, really? So there's a possibility that they could be playing Snaps. What are you guys talking about? Um, also, too, J-Dubs. Oh, I'm proud to announce this. I've spoken about the fact that I have not been to Daytona Beach yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, El Jefe, will be making my first appearance at a Daytona Beach Friday, December 30th at the Phantom uh, Fireworks. And that's going to be from 2 to 4 in the afternoon on Friday the 30th. Uh, it's on uh, South Atlantic and Daytona Beach. Of course, you got all the great fireworks that you're going to want for uh, the new year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can visit uh, fireworks.com to see uh, Phantom Fireworks' latest products. But that's going to be on Friday the 30th. I was there uh, over the 4th of July weekend. You're going to love it. Yeah. it's And I, I have not been to Daytona yet, and I'm thinking that's going to be a badass time. Really, really looking forward to it. Um, all right, Dubs, I want to start off the night, though, 
by um, you know, we want to wrap up 2005 mm-hmm. in a nice, neat little bow since we only have you know two shows left. And I'm reading in uh, the current issue of Rolling Stone, and I want to throw this out to everybody. I'm reading uh, about here's here's one of their things in the worst for 2005. It's official, 50 Cent jumps the shark. And basically they talk about how his movie didn't do really well. Um, he All of his quote-unquote beefs with the game, Little Kim, Fat Joe. And then he ends the year with opening up for Don Henley at a rich girl's bat mitzvah. And uh, picking a fight with some UK pop star named uh, Robbie Williams. And it's also coming out, too, that he is going to have a uh, dildo out, a 50 cent. And plus, he had the video game, too. And so they say it is official, 50 cent has jumped the shark. Yeah, well, if you overexpose yourself like that, where he was making a lot of money and a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of people were loving the music and everything. But once you get out there so much and push your stuff so much... That you uh, get so everybody, you're in everybody's face. No one wants to see you anymore for a while. Right. So I think he's gonna have to lay low to uh, do anything. If he keeps on going at this rate, people will hate him. Now let me ask you this, and this, so it gets me to thinking. 2005 was a big year for a lot of stuff, but maybe for certain people, did is 2005 marking the end of their careers? Like you can say at this point. All right, maybe 50 Cent jumped the shark, but you never know. He could come back with a strong album in 06. Mm-hmm. Or he is completely saturated. People are going to be disinterested in 50 Cent. Are there other people out there that in 2005, this is the beginning of the end? I think more so uh, than 50 Cent, and for other reasons than 50 Cent, Britney Spears is completely over. There's no getting back for her. So she's not going to be able to be co- recover? No. From this year. Her, her body won't be able to recover from this year. Man, and the baby and everything. Oh, remember last night we were talking about, I saw a picture of Brittany that made me want to run away? Yeah. Um, let me see. I got it in the, it's in the Rolling Stone. L- look at this. How she's every fat chick who you think, hey, if she lost 60 pounds, she'd be hot. Take a look at that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's <sighs> disgusting. Those boobs are even nasty. What's going on there? Oh, and in the face, it's just something very odd going on where it doesn't even look like Britney anymore. All right, maybe we should narrow it down. First. I hate a widow's peak. All right, since we're on, yeah. Oh, she has a widow's peak, huh? Didn't oh, notice it until oh. then. And she's just, and I know she's pregnant. Well, she was when that picture was taken. Yeah, in the picture. But it's wow. She's like, it scares me. All right, other people. In 2005, that this is the end of their career. 407 Jeff and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What you got, Jeff? Hey, I wonder if you guys are football fans. Oh, yeah. absolutely. All right, well, uh, I'm a big Eagles fan. I was wondering how you felt about uh, T.O. going from one of the best receivers in football to uh, pretty much screw himself. Now, well, I, th- I still think he is the best receiver in football. Um, on the field, yeah, but he had a chance to be. Him and McNabb could have been great. He was on video streams. He'd been in commercials. Now look at him. No one wants to play with him. Now, you know what? I will say this, uh, and here's where I think it's almost different. That's a, that's a good one, though, Jeff, to bring up, at least for the discussion. For Terrell Owens, 
I think ordinarily, if he was someone maybe related to uh, acting or music where the public had to like him to buy it, yeah. then I think he would be he'd be dead in the water. Mm-hmm. However, it's his talent, and it's yeah. all about his talent on the field. Next year, he may not make as much money, but he is going to come back, and he is going to be an all-pro again. Well, here's the thing. In football, as long as you have skill and uh, you are doing that well, people will love you, the, the team the team that you are on. You know, uh, it, When T.O. was out there playing well and everything, even though he was creating all the ruckus behind the scenes, on Sunday, Eagles fans loved having him. I'm telling you this now. Um, if you're a Dolphin fan, you want him. If you're a Bucks fan, you certainly want someone else for Chris Sims to throw to. If you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you want someone for Leftwich to throw to. Any fan. Cowboys. As a Cowboy fan, and the way he defaced the star, I have to say, I would love to see him deface the star. Like it's some grand it symbol. It is. Uh, it's right up there. <laughs> Did you know it's uh, so important? There are 50 of them on our flag. Hmm. It started way before. Deal with that. No, America's team. That's why. Oh, because they have 50 of our stars on the flag. Guys are hacks. Uh, Quest Love, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What you got, Quest Love? Michael Jackson. Since that January thing been down, he's uh, done. Uh, you know what? Michael Jackson is completely... Officially, 2005 was the end of Michael Jackson's career. Well, he had a chance to come back uh, before this whole thing happened this year. He was filming videos. He was putting out stuff. He was getting ready to make that big push back. But then it all came crashing down on him with another uh, scandal. And now he's completely done. All right, let's keep it in the realm. By the way, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. I have another one. I think uh, you have seen the the beginning of the end for Tom Cruise this year. All right, Tom Cruise, did it all start with him hopping on Oprah's couch it's, and going crazy? It started with that. Well, it, I think it started even before that. The Scientology stuff was kind of making people wonder about him for a little bit. He wasn't able to play it right. I think uh, Travolta has been able to uh, kind of find that balance in there where people don't hate him. But Cruz has gone to that point where he's yelling on uh, TV and uh, everything about Scientology. He's he's jumping on a couch he is uh, having the kid, which I think is going to completely consume his time. He's not going to be able to be in any real good movies ever again. And uh, Isn't he doing Mission Impossible 3, though? You think that's going to do anything? I mean, I, I, I didn't like you either one of the first two. Uh, John and Claremont in the hideout on Rub Radio. What's up, John? Hey, not much. You said you're a Cowboys fan? Yeah. How did, how, tell me how you could want T.O. on our team. Here's the reason I want. I've been a Cowboys fan for a very long time, brother. I want to win. Yeah, brother. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Too, I want to Somebody defacing our star like he did? I don't <laughs> you guys are the I gayest mean, of the gay team. No, I'm telling you, that star means a lot to uh, myself and John, Doug. Yeah, sounds like a brown one to me. No. No, I know. Dubs is I'm I'm not you know, Dubs is playing his little drop there. Here's the point. I wanna win. Come on, Dubs. We're trying to have a conversation about America's team, the Cowboys. Oh, go ahead. So anyway, we are 
I honestly believe Mo. that the Cowboys and most Cowboy fans would take on T.O. Because did you see the way we had our asses hand to, handed to us by the Redskins? We can't have that. That's not allowable. And if T.O. can uh, help us not do that and not get beaten by those awful skins, then yes, we want them. Keeping it in the sports world, Brian on the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What you got, Brian? Hey, guys, you're talking about football. I want to mention Brett Favre being done. Yeah. The 2005, was that the marker for the uh, end of Brett Favre? I mean, uh, that, that you, trashing he had this weekend was just horrendous. He now, even got pulled. All right, let me ask you, though. Would Brett Favre be okay if he wasn't playing on the Green Bay Packers? No. Like what? Like if T.O. said if he was playing with the Eagles, or let's say he was playing with the talent there in Detroit, Dubs, you think he'd be having a better year? Not in Detroit, because there's no, there's not a line to protect him in Detroit. That's what he needs right now is a line to uh, give him all the time in the world. Because he can still make stuff happen with his arm. He just can't take hits, and he gets rattled easier. Here's where we need him. Dallas. He needs to be wearing that star, that great star. Hey, thank you, Brian. <laughs> the star is blue. Okay. Hmm. Tony in Boston, you're in the hideout on Radio. It's a little muddy to me. Hey, guys. Hey. Um, I was going to say for Korea to be ended uh, in 2005, I'd go with the BTK killer. Yeah, that guy, his career's <laughs> over. Now, it ended 35 years ago, I think, but just him officially saying, hey, it was me. Yeah, exactly. That, that <laughs> no more sandwiches for him. Come back. <laughs> I got you. Thank you, Tony. Right, let's take a quick break and come back. All right, we're just scratching the surface. 2005, the end of marking the end of some careers. Uh, what are you thinking? 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. Yes. Real Radio 104.1, Al Hafe and J-Dubs. Talking about whose year, or at least career, is probably ending in 2005. And some of the names that have been thrown out there, Brett Favre, um, Brittany. Brittany Spears. I think Brittany will have... Plus, she released a Best of album. Didn't do so hot. No, no. I mean, anything she's putting out right now is just completely crashing and burning. Tom Cruise, uh, I don't think he's dead in the water yet, but I think he is uh, very much has the chance of it happening. T.O. was one that was mentioned. I don't agree with T.O., just because of the fact that he's still the best receiver in football, and I think he has at least another three years left in what he's going to be doing. Uh, Keith and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout, and we're ready. Now, this is everything. This is sports, entertainment, uh, whatever you got. What you got, Keith? Hey, I've got uh, Mr. Honeymooner, uh, Nick Lachey. After divorcing Jessica Simpson, you know, the guy didn't have a career to begin with, but that was the only thing going for it. Uh, you know, here's the thing, too. I That was one that I wrote down. I... I honestly believe it's over for Lachey. I think that he has a chance still. He's not dead in the water yet, but he's definitely wounded. But what is he going to do? Here's the thing. He's got he's got a new show. He's got a new show he's going to be uh, starring in pretty soon. If that does well, he's good. But I think if he can latch on to another uh, semi-big name, he'll uh, he'll still have some heat on him. I'd have to agree with you, Keith, but Dub sees some potential there maybe for Lachey this year. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Lewis in Orlando in the hideout. What you got, Lewis? Hey, what's up, guys? I got two in mind. I'm uh, just going to throw them out there. All right. Um, what's his name? Uh, Roy Jones. All right, Roy Jones, Jr. And then uh, Barry Bonds. 
Ooh, wow, those are two pretty good ones. Now, I don't keep up with boxing all that much, but from what I understand, it was a horrible year for Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, he lost twice. He got knocked out twice, and then he had a terrible loss against uh, Tarver the last time. Uh, you know what, then? I would have to agree, because everything, from what I understand, and it's kind of the same stuff that you're telling me, Lois, Roy Jones Jr., Probably 2005 is it for him. Barry Bonds, he he has some years on him, but I don't think as glorious as he has had in the past. I think without steroids, he's doing that, and that's uh, really uh, bringing him down. I, you he's know what? It. Barry Bonds is a very, very good one. I, I may have to agree with you. you know, he is playing in the uh, World Baseball Classic, mm-hmm. but as far as for the Giants and stuff, you may be on to something, man. Hey, thanks for the phone call. All right, 407 Giant Brian says, 2005, uh, bad year, Ray Charles. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing a whole lot more. Actually, that's 2004, wasn't it? I think he died this year. I'm pretty sure he died this year, didn't he? All I know is we also lost Johnny Cash. Yeah, bad year for the Cash. Yeah. Let's go over to uh, Kenny in Melbourne here in the hideout. What you got, Kenny? Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Um, I was thinking, I'm sick and tired of seeing William Shatner in every damn movie that comes out. Here's the problem, though. He's been around since, what, the 60s? Yeah, he, he's not going anywhere. And just any time. keep on putting him in stuff. And that show of his that he's on, the new Boston Legal or whatever it yeah. is, it does great. So I would I would say maybe, but that cat is everywhere. Actually, it's a decent show. Hmm. Ain't seen it. All right, Bill and Kissimmee are in the hideout. What do you got, Bill? I, I got two for you. Rosie O'Donnell, and if God willing, we're lucky, George Bush. <laughs> All right, now, here's the thing. I wrote down George W. Bush. Now, obviously, his career isn't over, but I think if you when you look back in 2005, and especially what came out with the wiretapping, I think this is absolutely going to be the turning point for the President of the United States, where it's going to be completely downhill from here on out. I'm with you on that one, dude. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. Yeah, Dubs, these are good ones out there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. (laughs) Bad year in 05? So, brother Kevin. Aw, come on. And he was replaced by an unnamed Clear Channel employee. (laughs) SBK! Boombay! It doesn't have the same ring if it's unnamed. Clear Channel employee. Hey. I don't care. I just like hitting that drop for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's a very fun drop. We need something like that. SBK, create something like that for the hideout. You're in charge of marketing and jingles for the hideout. Andrew and Deltona. What you got, buddy? Hey, man. I want to see what you guys thought about Mariucci. All right, Dubs, that's yours. As you wear your Detroit Lions uh, shirt right now. Uh, I I think Mooch will be back at another team, and actually the team will be decent, and then he'll be called a good coach again. Now, would you think Matt Millen, 05, is the beginning of the end for Matt Millen? I would love it. Evan and Altamont, you're in the high down road radio. What do you got, Evan? Oh, uh, man, I just wanted to say I think Tukey Williams' year is pretty much done. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Mm-hmm. Tukey, uh, along with some of these others, I don't see him bouncing back from 05. Nah. <laughs> I love how you just hold it together to the end of the call, yeah. and it's perfect. It's a good call. Jared and Leesburg, what you got, buddy? Hey, we're going to turn it back to college football, man. We're oh. going. I'm going with Jeff Bowden, the offensive coordinator at Florida State. 
Was it a? Uh, I don't keep up with college football all that much, but was it really that bad for Florida State this year? Oh, it's oh, that bad, man. Yeah. It's that bad. This Virginia Tech that they beat in the ACC championship, that wasn't really that, – that was a marking point for the season. But they've been destroyed for two years now. And he's ever since Mark Rick left and went to Georgia, they've been on a downward spiral. And I don't believe Bobby's got much longer either. Uh, wow. I like it. I'm a gator, but right. I like what's going on. Huh. All right. Hey, thank you, Jared. I I started keeping up with the teams a little bit, learning it a little bit. Yeah. Next year, I think we're going to be uh, into it really, really big. I, I, I tend to agree with you, J-Dubs, just because I have to. We're on the same show. Mm-hmm. Sean and Davenport, you're in the hideout. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd say, uh, Bill O'Reilly. Now, here's the thing. I'm hoping and I'm praying. I've been hoping for years. And he's getting called out in so many different places. You know, I mean, Oberman, Keith Oberman, who, by the way, I would say 05 is the beginning, a new beginning for uh, Keith Oberman if you wanted to go on the completely different route. But I think that it is Oberman's mission in life to destroy Bill O'Reilly, and it's being picked up other places. You know, we do it all the time. And I really think, I hope, that 06 is the end of O'Reilly. But the thing is, his fans, it doesn't matter what other people say. Now, he wasn't even brought down by a sex scandal. He managed to escape a sex scandal. Yeah, I mean, he he's a slippery, slippery guy. Oh, the Soul Brothers talking about a hideout booty song. Ooh, I like booty. He said, can I make a hideout song, a hideout booty song? Of course you can. All right, now I'm getting, um, I'm not going to read any about any radio personalities. That's not, that's not going to go anywhere. Um, oh, no. Let's go to Nathan in Orlando. You're in the hideout on rural radio. What you got, Nathan? Hey, I don't know if this was said yet, but uh, Ashley Simpson. What? Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. All right, was the, was the lip-syncing debacle this year? It- it was the yeah, end of last year, I think. Last year, yeah. And then it was at the Orange Bowl yeah. where she had the horrible, horrible mm. uh, coming back, trying to bounce back from it. I don't know. Unfortunately, she had another hit that came out toward the end of the year, so I don't yeah, know. I mean, I think she still has legs. I want to spread them. You really like her, don't you? Mm-hmm. What is it about her nose? The beak, yeah. Like to throw some feed down while she's pecking at it. Mount. Here's, here's my problem. I fe- I uh, I'm afraid that nose is too big. Like if she were to give me treats, she uh, there's no way to get to it. Too much of her nose, not enough of me. Then you tack it sideways, my friend. Still, that could be an issue. I'm really tiny. Um, <laughs> let's go to. Hey, douche chill. Nice job of uh. Phone screening is two guys have the same one. Go to yeah. both of them. Whichever one you want first. That's that's for you to decide, not me. No, you're tying up phone lines, moron. All right, Jeff and Rick, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. In unison, who are you going to say? A Paris Hilton. There you go. Both of you boys are winners. Good job. And Deuce chose the loser. And Paris Hilton, 05, is it over? No. Not even close. She's got. She's putting out that uh, music now. That stupid song we played. She has some, you know, undying power of being successful in everything she does. Scandal comes out. Somehow she makes money off of the uh, sex tape. Uh, you know, she. I got one. Speaking of sex tapes, 05 marked the end of his career. Fred Durst. Remember the sex tape on his phone that he made and that stupid face that he made into it. 
And the atrocious album she, he tried to put out. Limp Biscuit tried to put out an album. It did nothing. Nothing. I think I think it didn't even make a million dollars or something no, like that. that was, I don't think they it broke was so low. I don't think they broke fifty thousand. Copy sold. Mariner in Orlando. What year in the hideout? What you got, Mariner? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, bro. I think I think 06 is going to be the end of Matt Albert. Here's uh, the uh, uh, chest pain, heart palpitations. <laughs> you know, he's in he's in a piano box. There's going to be big <laughs> in a piano box. <laughs> Thank you, Mariner. I have to say, Matt Albert. His career is blowing up, and there's big news about Matt Albert that we'll announce later on. But Matt Albert, I, it's just the beginning for him, I honestly believe. Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got, Smack Daddy? How you guys tonight? All right, buddy. Hey, speaking on a little <clears throat> a lighter side for 2006, mm-hmm. you guys need a shock T-shirt. A shock and, uh, T-shirt? on the other side of the hideout T-shirt. I got a couple of little slogans here. All right. One of them would be a like a little doghouse printed on there, <laughs> and a funny looking little dog with a big gigantic bone in his mouth digging a hole. Mm-hmm. And the caption underneath it could say, "Stay out of the doghouse, bury your bone at home." Now here's the other thing too: that bone could just symbolize our career. <laughs> and, uh... and also another one could be uh, uh, happiness is, is is lipstick on my dipstick. Now that one I like. That's a great bumper sticker. Thank you, Smack Daddy. I think I got that free with my NRA membership. I like it. Chris and Sebring are in the hideout. What you got, Chris? Chris, go ahead, buddy. One, two, three. Chris is gone. He was going to say Matt Albert actually had the same one. Um, Brad Pitt. How about oh. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Movies have been tanking a little bit. They've been tanking a little bit. They're but more concerned with family. But Brad Pitt is one of those ones that will never die. He's out there forever. You think so? Yeah, there's no way you can uh, stop Brad Pitt. And Angelina either, because she's, Angel- on, the, I can she's s- on the top of every hot chick list. I though. know, but I could see uh, for what she's trying to do and everything, I could see her saying, hey, uh, me and uh, Brad are going to have a kid, and uh, I'm going to be a stay-at-home. Uh, here's the thing. Oops. Here's the thing. I got one name. I got two names written down. One of them, to me, is the biggest of them all, mm. as far as 05 marked the end of their career. Uh, 407-916-1041, If you can guess, I'll give you a prize. If you can guess the one name, I think 2005 effectively marked the end of their career. Hmm. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1, and we are live. Be somebody right now, giving away some prizes. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. We're talking about who jumped the shark in 2005, and I'm willing to give out a prize to the name, the biggest name that I feel everyone has overlooked. Some uh, that have been thrown out, 50 Cent, Tom Cruise, Britney Spears, Nick Lachey, Fred Durst, Barry Bonds, Roy Jones Jr., Terrell Owens. The Swami had a really good one, actually, if you know baseball, Rafael Palmero. Mm-hmm. It was an awful year for Palmero, and I think that his uh, career has effectively ended. Like, or basically, it's hey, 2005 marks. It's all downhill from here. Uh, the president was one that was thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Sean in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Sean? What's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you, brother. 
Um, you know, just listen to uh, Chuck's uh, college tapes. You know, that should be the end of his career right there. I wish. I wish that it had just been um, done away with in 2003 when he was recording those. Him and his Sophia Petrillo haircut. <laughs> uh, Mike in Melbourne, you next up. What you got, Mike? Well, I like uh, Priest Holmes' career ending. I think Larry Johnson took his spot. I think he's got. I'm sure another team will take on a running back. Yeah. But as far as like maybe downhill from here on, but I'm talking 2005 marks just the end. Do you have another one, Mike? Chad Pennington. Uh, yeah, that could be it. Pennington. He had, a, he had a plus on before he got hurt. Now it's going to be worse. <laughs> no, I think you're right on with Pennington. I think Pennington's a good one. That's not what I was looking for, but Pennington is a good one. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Mel in Orlando. What do you got, Mel? Um, what about Danny Bonaducci? Here's the thing. I think that that show was just the beginning for him. I think 2006. I think that show opened him up to a whole new audience. And a lot of people are going to be willing to take a chance because the show was talked about so much. So, unfortunately, no on the Bonaducci. Thank you, Mel. Everybody was breaking by and Ducci this year. Doug and Spring Hill, you're in the hideout. What you got, Doug? Good evening, guys. Hey, Yo. brother. I was thinking uh, Howard Stern making the move to pay radio. You know, honestly, uh, no, I don't think so. And here's the reason why. There, there are two other very successful radio shows on pay radio, in, uh, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez. And I think Stern will do well. I, I think it'll be slow. But, again, I can't say that I think I personally believe satellite is the future uh, of entertainment. And I don't think it's going to cr- kill terrestrial radio. No. I don't, terrestrial radio is just like uh, like uh, broadcast TV where it'll always be around. It'll always be here. But it's a compliment to cable now. And uh, it spurs on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it the, makes everything better. And here's the other thing, too. You know, Stern very rarely fails. You gotta think about that as well. So not to say that there haven't been some, but Son of the Beach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm not saying he's gotten a thousand. Yeah. No, no one is. But you know, but for the most part, you know. Actually I like that show. I know it's funny too. Uh Susan, ladies first in the hideout. Susan in Orlando, what do you got, Susan? Hey guys. Hey I'll tell you who jumped the shark this year. It's that 70s show. Well, they lost Topher Grace. They're losing yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Absolutely. And they still decided to keep going. I don't understand the whole thing. They lost their main character. No, you know, I could see that one jumping the shark. But as far as careers, that, uh, you know, I, I hear you on that one. All right, but everybody's missing a key name. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. I, I, I feel like we've covered the big ones. Hmm. Should I throw out a hint? Yeah, definitely hint it. We spent 30 minutes on it last night. Last night we, we spent 30 minutes on it. 407-916-1041, See, if I could remember any previous shows, I would be all over this. But I don't remember anything. West and Orlando, you're in the hideout. What, what are we got? talking about? <laughs> right now we're talking about who who jumped the shark in mm. 2005, five, 2005 uh, marked the end of their career. Really? Yeah. What do you got, Wes? Ah, uh, Jack Abramoff and Scooter Libby. Yeah, it is over for those two. They're not now. They weren't on my list, but absolutely, those two are dead in the water essentially. And apparently, the Abramoff, I, I always get weirded out on how to say his name, but it looks like he's going to turn on all the dirty Congress people and like begin ratting people out. Uh-oh. That includes Delay, because Delay is so heavily tied in with this guy. That's not good for any of them. 
Hmm. I'm going through this list. Paul in Daytona. By the way, I'm going to be in Daytona coming up on the uh, 30th of uh, December from 2 to 4 at the Phantom Fireworks. What's up, Paul? What do you got? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston Dubs is a... I have to agree with her now. She's not the one that I have written down. Yeah, but she uh, has put a few movies out that have done nothing. And... uh, she doesn't have the Do uh, support the, of uh, Pitt anymore. You think the one with her and uh, Vince Vaughn will do well? It doesn't no. look so bad. I, I still don't think it'll do well. It's, and if it, if it does, it's completely on Vince Vaughn. Yeah, that is true. Because he tends to, he's actually, a, he, pretty soon you think he's going to be one of those $20 million guys? He could be. I mean, everything he does usually does well. And, it's, and he never does like the high budget movies. So anybody who want, has a, like, a medium uh, budget movie... And want to do well, throw uh, throw him in it. All right, Tommy, guess the person. All right, Tommy, you're the producer of the show. I'd hope you have the name. I still don't. You don't? Really? No, no idea. Chunks, you want to throw me a guess? No, not on the air, stupid. Because we're trying to give out a prize. <laughs> Jim and I, four, you're in the hideout. Hey, how Yo, you dude. doing? All right, buddy. Hey guys, George Bush. No, he we has jumped the shark. It's over. I uh, we that one was said earlier, and I uh, do agree that 05 marks the beginning of the end, especially with just like the last what month, the beginning of the end for W. All right, hey, we got to do a rapid fire so we can clear some of these phone lines so I can give away this prize. Still trying to remember what we talked about yesterday. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, rapid fire in the. Hi- can we please, can we maybe like some prodigy, something real fast and upbeat? I know, you wanted rapid fire though. So this, something this, this else? Song. Yeah, it's cause, this gets going fast. From the 90s? Dennis in Orlando, what do you have real fast, Billy? Dennis Miller jumped the shark this year. First he had a comedy show on a business channel, and then his mm. business comedy show got canceled. Alright, that's a good one. That's not who I had written down, but that is a very good one. I would agree with that. Mark and Longwood. Uh, Mike Brown, the former FEMA director. Now, here's the problem. He's already created some sort of a... Uh, Consulting agency. On how, to, on how to deal with disasters. So he's getting over. Jason in Orlando, what do you got? Hey, what about that uh, spy that Scooter Libby ratted out? Paula Green or whatever her name was? Uh, Valerie Plain. Valerie Plain, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Drew and Deltona, you're in the hideout. What do you got? I'm thinking Mike Tyson. Oh, he's been over for a while. Yeah, that ended for him. Two thousand and two. All right, we got to take a break. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hmm. All right, it's not John Stewart chunks. <laughs> what? Matt. <laughs> Quick break. We'll come back. I want to give away this prize of the who I think had the biggest O five marks the end of their career. Hmm. We talked about it for a half hour last night, Dubs. I'm stumped. Papa John here in the hideout. What you got? Uh, Christian Bale. Now, he was the conversation what? a lot yesterday. Hang up on this ass. Ass? It's the hideout <laughs> Roll Radio 104.1. A lot of prizes to give away. It's the hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Hideout headline game show coming up, too. But first, talking about 05, looking back. And whose career is effectively uh, essentially dead in the water. And there's one name I'm looking for. Angie in Orlando. Ladies first in the hideout when you call. What do you have, Angie? Hey, is it Jennifer Lopez? You know, What happened to her? She kind of just fell off. Yeah. I don't even know what it was, too. But Getting she... married. 
Is that what it was? Yeah. She isn't the name I was looking for, but that is a good one. I, she'll be okay. back, though. She uh, She's a cockroach. Never Part of that's right. <laughs> I heard she's kind of a problem with her butt. Apparently that's real big or something. <clears throat> no, that's good. That's no problem, my friend. No problem at all. Scott, poop. Scott Nicali, you're in the hideout. <laughs> hey, hold on. Saddam Hussein. I don't uh, think he's bouncing back. Yeah, he's... Well, he's I don't know. I honestly don't know. There's a chance he could get off like OJ. No, there's no way. He'll end up dead if he gets off, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Pete and Deltona, you're in the hideout. How you doing? Is it Dave Chappelle? You are a winner. That was the name that I was looking for. Right. When 05, we t- Dave when we, Chappelle. When did we talk about him? Last night, ChappelleTheory.com. Hmm. Is the soul brother around? Call him now. What do you mean, no? I was shaking my head as in, I don't think he's around. Call him. That was the name I was looking for. Uh, Pete, line three, is a winner. Dave Chappelle, 05. Because here's the thing. How do you ever bounce back from having one of the top cable shows, $50 million contract, and throwing it all away? Where do you go from there? Who's going to take a chance on you from now on? I don't know if he's really worried about that. I mean, it's it's a tough thing for him. And I don't know if he wants to come back. Probably not if what ChappelleTheory.com is true. You know, you actually stole that prize from uh, Angie because that's who she suggested to me. Why didn't you put her up there? Because thing? there was already someone else up there with it. So I had to tell her no. But Angie was a winner. Angie, you're a winner. No, Angie was not a winner. We... According to me, her thing was on there. And you also should know, too, that Lady's First in the Hideout. If it's Lady's First in the Hideout, then tell her she's going to be put up first. Deuce Cho has no idea how this uh, show works. He's just sitting over there getting fat. He is. Not burning any calories. John in Daytona. Burning my brain cells. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. All right. Hey, thanks. Just want to call say hi. All right, Soul Brother. All right, what up? All right, uh, is this Soul Brother Larry? SDK, boom, Oh, Soul Brother right, Kevin. Uh, hold on, man, I need some uh, chips and sauce. Hold on, damn. Um, this uh, SBK. All right, SBK, ChappelleTheory.com. No, nah, can't talk about that. Why? What do you mean you can't talk about it? Have you read it? Yes, I read it. We talked about it on the air last night. Tried to call yeah, you. man. I'm thoroughly confused right now. I'm a high as giraffe pussy. Well, you can't say that. What the hell is wrong with you? You can't even come close to saying that. Well, all right, then. We're doing another kind of show, then. One for sissies. <laughs> no, we're doing for one that doesn't get fined. By the way, is this the unnamed Clear Channel employee? Is that who this oh, is? Oh, oh, oh. You're going to call me by my proper name. Yeah, your slave name. <laughs> yeah. The original. Oh, okay. I thought I heard something else. All right, SBK. Well, you don't want to talk about sh- you don't want to talk about com? What you know about ChappelleTheory.com? I know that you wrote me the craziest I am about it yesterday. What you know about SoulBrotherKevinTheory.com? Oh, you have one? It's coming out. Turn your Christmas. radio down. Oh, can you hear my radio? Yes, yes I can hear your radio. Well, hold on, man. I know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously I don't. Y'all dump Bill back up yet? Yes. I got something for y'all ass. What? Hold on, let me fire it off here. 
Now, now, what you want to know about ChappelleTheory.com? Now, you were telling me that this is this is making you rethink the way the Soul Brother does his comedy. I'm thinking about going all clean. Why? Well, other than um, the fact that I had to dump you in the last two minutes. You see, that's the dilemma. That's the struggle. You heard the struggle. The struggle was live on the on the hideout. That's the struggle, the conflict, the turmoil, if you will. Do you believe what the, everything that is on ChappelleTheory.com or no? Everything from the first word to the last word. you got to read the whole thing to get the gist of ChappelleTheory.com. Even the part where he's sitting in his farm in Ohio and Oprah directly talks to him uh, on her television show. I would have been done right then. Anybody talk to me through the TV directly to me, I'm done. Even the part about this two... This is like some black version of The Exorcist. Even even the part where two bodyguards are holding Chappelle down in his bed and Oprah leans over and threatens his life on his farm in Ohio. Oprah is a billionaire. And so you think she has a... She's, she's not a billionaire by running around destroying comics' uh, careers. Now, I know she did not become a, a billionaire by doing that. And that is true. However, billionaires have what? Money, right? And what does money do? Money buys things and what? People. It used to be legal, now it's not legal, but it's done every day. So you can uh, you can buy something to uh, be able to talk to someone personally through the TV? No, but if you know the man, right, who mm -hmm. is written this who's really controlling things, the rich families that run this country. If you know who to call, or if you got you a good Jew. What? <laughs> we do, hey, Daron. Hello, Daron. <laughs> Hello. Hey, is your, is your favorite person in the world right now, Anthony uh, Colorossi, a uh, Sentinel staff writer? <laughs> uh, the one that unnamed me? Yeah, the one who was unnamed you. He actually did me a favor. See that's that's what I think. You don't want your real you don't want your real business out there, right? Soul brother ain't connected to nothing that ain't good. That's true. All right, soul brother. Oh 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 oh, you done with me now, huh? Yeah. Well, right, if, if you had a real name, we talk to you. Well, let me tell you something real quick. Mm -hmm. For all the women that's listening right now, especially the loose ones, I ain't gonna hold that against you. I'm all for you. SBK at realradio.fm. Are you now on here trolling for Poon? Yes, and I'm on. I'm, hold on, I'm finna sign on the instant messenger. SBK Live. All right, SBK Live on the AOL instant messenger. And, and we didn't even talk about SBK TV, so we'll talk about that later. All right, we'll interview on that one later. See you, soul brother. Hot up, hot up, hot up, hot up. <laughs> SBK, boom, buddy. That guy, I swear. <laughs> Loose cannon. He couldn't even, you couldn't even begin to get away with what he said. I had to dump it. Only those of you listening online got to hear it. Matt in Orlando, what you got? try to get around it. No, 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 yeah, no. I don't know if I can follow that SBK thing. Hey, one, one quick note before I uh, talk about my jump the shark. Did you know there's flat screen monitors on city buses now? You know, I saw them. Here's the odd place that I found them, too. I've seen them, like, in the window, like, in the windows when I'm driving. They're all over 7-Elevens yeah, now. Yeah, 7-Elevens have them going on. Like, not even just flat screen plasmas. And what are they, all, what, anybody all the, know what they're watching? No, I don't know. But I know, well, at 7-Eleven, it's just, go to hell? it's just commercials. <laughs> That's all it is, commercials. Yeah, you're looking at the reflection thinking, why am I on a bus? <laughs> it's just a mirror. It's not a flat screen. What an awful, awful irony. What do you got, Matt? Hey, what about uh, that drunken flat Tara Reid on Paradise? 
Oh. I hate that bitch. You think she's done, though, Tommy? She's always been done. But by officially? A, because yeah, by like 20 guys at a time. <laughs> but here's the thing, though, too, Matt. You bring up a great point because if she couldn't make money going around being a drunk blonde, then what is she going to make money doing? Well, I think Scat? that's it. I think that was her last gap. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I don't know why they put her on TV. All right, this is Angie back in the hideout. Angie. Hey, I said Chappelle first, and he told me to pick somebody else. Uh, you know, here's the thing about Deuce Chill. We have a rule here in the hideout that ladies are first whenever they call. And so he should know that if you call up with the winning answer and someone else on the board already has it, if you give it as a lady, then you are a winner because I will go to your phone call first before the dudes just because of the hideout chivalry. So in, because of that and because Deuce Chill screwed you out of a prize, you are a winner. Hold on. No, she's a winner because I said you're a winner. Call back. Thank me, Angie. Yeah, I was talking to Gibbs for, I think, five minutes yesterday about how to answer the phones. And Our I new gave intern him, coming up? Yeah, I gave him that specific scenario. And he's like, oh, yeah, you put the girl up first. You guys have a ladies first rule. I was like, yeah, thank uh, you. We got someone who knows the show coming in. I like that. Thank you. Thank goodness the future intern knows the show. I understand the show, but you had just got done telling me, don't Shut put two hell. people up with the same thing. Shut the hell up. Do you, you, you can't think, can you? Oh, I can think. I can't wait for Gibbs. A nice comeback, too, by the way. <laughs> I can't wait for you and Snaps uh, against Michael Nelson. I think he's going to win. All right, let's take a break. You and come snacks? Back. That, too. Mm. Who want, hey, who, uh, who's going to bring the hideout food tonight? That's the big question. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Gunner Nelson. Next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Trying to uh, eat stuff without for free without animal products. They're acting like animals. It's completely a raccoon-type thing to do. Dig through the trash. And, uh, oh. all right, so do you think this... Let me ask you first, Sean. A bunch of rats. Do you think... That we are too wasteful. I'm I'm positive that we are. There's no reason to do this. Not even as a cost-cutting mechanism, as a way of saving cash to know you could, hey, they throw out the chicken, but I could literally go grab it after they throw it out, cook it up immediately, and have good food. After it goes in the trash, I don't go near it. There's nothing that's... You've never gotten anything out of your trash and eaten it. Out of my trash? Yes. Out of a uh, like a McDonald's or a Wendy's or anything like that? No. I've never gone to a dumpster, grabbed a bag, ripped it open to see what kind of food's laying around in there, see if there's something good in there. Sushi is dated yesterday, but it's a veggie roll, which doesn't go bad very easily. Some people use it for their own needs. Some. some... You never gone uh, digging through a sea dumpster? <laughs> There's enough, they say, so that they would never have to buy food. But on the other hand, this is the trash. Are you worried that the food might make somebody sick if you give it to them? The sad thing is that, and the outrage, is that corporations running these supermarkets no, are just, throwing away perfectly I, no, good commodities. I, I, I know I've heard that, but just, just give me an answer. Are you worried that the food that you give to somebody might make them sick? Stores yes are no. throwing away perfectly good food. That ha- I, I got to say, I wouldn't be worried about sickness when it comes from this stuff, Dubs, would you? 
No, and I, I, I don't understand why, if uh, corporations are trying to make money and everything, why they'd be throwing out good food. There's a reason why they are throwing it out, because it, it's potentially bad at that point, and someone could get sick off of it. Now, it's potentially, but that doesn't mean that it is all the time. Yeah, at the resort I worked at, we had a buffet, and um, everyone's like, why don't you just give it away to homeless shelters? They said, we absolutely cannot do that. Nope. If somebody gets sick, we are liable, and we can get the crap suit out of us. It's nothing with the corporations here. It's the laws in place that do not allow these uh, places to save their food and uh, do different things with it. But if it's perfectly good food trunks, then it's okay for these freakins to come to where your resort was and eat that night basically for free. I mean, if they want to dig through the trash, but if it's a, a thing like where, oh, you can get free food at the end of the night, then no one would come in to buy the food. They would just all wait till the end of the night until we're getting rid of it so they can get it for free. But that's what these freakins are doing. That's what they're trying to do. They sound cheap. Haven't spoiled, that have nothing wrong with them. And we'll get back to that later. But we wondered how serious is the problem they're protesting? How much food do Americans waste? In our overall food food system, we're probably losing in the range of 40 to 50 percent. That figure is so staggering that Dr. Timothy Jones of the University of Arizona conducted a study to try to quantify food loss at every level of consumption. It is a really big issue. In terms of economics, we're talking at least $100 billion a year. The study showed that American families are among the worst offenders, that an average family of four throws out $600 worth of good food every year, and that 14% of that is food that hasn't expired or even been unpackaged. You buy it, and then you get it home, and you set it in the cabinet, and it sits there and sits there and sits there. And then once or twice a year, you start to clean everything out, and you go, I'm not going to eat this. You know, I'm not, I don't even know how to fix it. So you turn around and you throw it out. Never. Uh, you've never done that, where you go through, you buy stuff, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get this. And then literally, you're cleaning out your refrigerator, you're cleaning out your pantry, and then you're like, why did I buy this for? I don't even know how to make it. I'm just going to toss it. That has never happened to me. The only thing I've ever thrown out that was, I'm probably never going to eat this. I don't know why I bought it. I bought a little package of the uh, cheese crackers with peanut butter. That's the only thing I've ever thrown out that wasn't, you know, it, that was still good. Gajan Persuasion on the road near in the hideout. What's up, Gajan? What's up, fellas, man? It might be a little loud. I'm uh, My battery died. But uh, anyways, I got something totally uh, relevant while I was sitting here waiting for my uh, ride to come give me a jump. Um, we used to live at these, like, run-down apartments, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm not going to name any names, even though they're out of business. There was this donut shop that you could see that there was just, like, a chain-link fence dividing us. And it was like a total party house. And what they would do is they obviously can't sell the donuts the next day because they're stale. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, you know, they're good enough for a bunch of bummy kids to eat right. and uh, we would jump the fence we would see we would, <laughs> we would wait for the score for the drop we would see <laughs> the throw but the, the bag they kept them in wasn't wasn't like a trash bag with other trash they just took all the donuts off the rack put them in there and if you really found a score they'd have a bag of bagels in there and we'd get them every night and most of the people like the newcomers would be grossed out by it but after about 10 beers everyone would be eating them and loving them and they were 
kind of stale, some of them, but some of them were just fre- you know freshly made, and we had no problem doing that. You know, yeah, that's I, a- wor- I worked at a uh, Dunkin' Donuts for a long time, and at 4 a.m. I had to throw out all the donuts and make room for the new ones. That's yeah, so, uh, and, and, I, and I was and the they, guy waiting behind the dumpster. And huh. they, they didn't uh, have any kind of, uh, like, we, we put them in their own bags, so there's nothing, like, trashy about them. Right. No. Uh, thank you, Gage. See, that's a good point. And I'm sure if you would have went in there, they would have gave you those at the end of every night. Here's the other thing you had to consider, too. Some of these places are making even more money off of the stuff that they can't sell. Krispy Kreme. I bet some of those that you buy in the regular stores are just repackaged. Do you think? You know another perfect example of it? Cinnabon. Cinnabon will sell the packs of the day-old Cinnabons that are in those pa- the ones that didn't get sold they package them in a the little thing and they sell them the next day you can buy six or four at a time wow Absol- absolutely i didn't I- even know that i love them they're not throwing them in the trash they just put them in a nice box instead of trash michael in orlando you're in the hideout on road radio what do you got michael i, I work for a uh, fast food chain what we're doing now is when the food reaches the end of its life it's immediately flash frozen and picked up by a harvest program every week and it's reserved to homeless shelters and wherever else it has to go. How do you flash freeze it? It immediately freezes. You just take it out of whatever bin it's holding and immediately put it in the freezer. Oh, wow. Usually usually it's a cool-down period, but with this food, you just immediately freeze it. And it's picked up every week and weighed, and it, they actually pay for the food at a you know like a really low price, like $0.05 cents per pound. Mm-hmm. And I, the well, food is then served because they're buying it. It's legal. Right. No, no. I hear, okay. Yeah, I hear. All right. Thank you for the phone call, Mike. But when you're donating it and it could end up being bad... That's when you get into trouble. Commercially, the study showed convenience stores waste the most food, followed by fast food chains. Supermarkets are among the most efficient because increased competition has forced them to cut waste with a loss estimated at 1 to 2 percent. And in fact, there are people trying to make use of it. City Harvest in New York collects 20 million pounds of surplus food each year from supermarkets and restaurants and cooking schools. It's distributed to community food programs that feed more than a quarter of a million people a week, free, and with one important extra. Food safety inspections are part of that process. So is he attempting to point that out to Freegans who are rifling through trash for food? We're not food cops. I'm not a food cop. But now, the, an interesting point, because this is on ABC uh, 2020, is while they're showing that, mm-hmm. they're showing the freakings in Manhattan going through, digging through the trash, while the trash men are coming around trying to pick it up and throw it away. Then they also show a dog going over and pissing on the bags oh. that they go and try to get the food from. Uh, we got to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll finish this up. Now, do they leave a mask for them after they do this in the video you, you saw? Or do they usually open it up pretty nicely and then close it back up? No, for... they'll, they'll close it back okay. up. Okay. You know, these are hippies. You know what I mean? They're not there to cause even more of a ruckus. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I, I would, if that was the case, I would say it's even more damaging than the food being thrown away. Friends in Claremont, you're in the hideout. We got friends. Hey, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Hey, after... Uh... After this last hurricane in New Orleans, you know, I, I went up to uh, New Orleans to do some animal rescue, mm-hmm. and I, I found out that down here they do the same. They throw away dog food and won't give that away. Not I mean, even. They, no, it, dog food. If there's a little tiny little hole in the bag, forty pound bags, man, they take it, they cut it open, throw it in a dumpster. So I really had to, you know, I really had to work it there to get 
some, you know, free dog food from some of these places. But they were saying the same thing that they would get sued, you know, if uh, if your dog gets sick off. Of yeah, it. I mean, they they, they really is, they really can't give it away. You know, yeah, when, they, when they give it away, that tends to be the time when they can get sued. And yeah, we're talking about you know dogs that, that were surviving the hurricane. They don't care what the heck they're eating, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I worry if there's a little slit in the bottom of the uh, Purina bag. Yeah. Hey, thank you, France. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish up this story. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Because you see other people doing it, and I think you got to be choosy as far as how you're going to get the food and where you're going to get it from. Mm-hmm. You know, like Gaijin Persuasion had a really good, you know, little uh, operation where they're just sitting behind the Dunkin' Donuts waiting for them to throw out the specific bag that had the donuts and the bagels. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is uh, Wednesday night. We are live tonight and live uh, tomorrow. Yes, before we go on vacay. And Holiday vacation. And apparently we have the second off, too, which I didn't realize. No, we have a pretty long little break going there. I'm going to be so bored. Me, too. I've been already told we cannot go on the air during that time. I guess it's good to have that break to rev up for the new year. Yeah. Right now we're talking about the Freegans, and mm-hmm. this is a uh, news story that I got from uh, 2020 ABC. And basically what these guys are doing, they're going around digging through trash, that's thrown out by supermarkets, restaurants, and um, they live off of the food that is thrown out. Basically, because as a, as a, as a society, we don't really consume everything that we buy, and we're very wasteful. As I see it, they're stealing from bums. Now, actually, someone said that on uh, send me an email. I want to give them a little credit, uh, Chris. Chris uh, shot me an email and said, aren't they really taking um, food from the homeless people? That's what it sounds like to me. Bums unite. Bum fights. Jill and Coco, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Jill? Hi. I work at one of the largest uh, discount stores in the country or and the world, I would say. And I have two things to say about the dog food mm-hmm. and cat food. Uh-huh. We used to keep it for the Humane Society, but their excuse was they didn't pick it up fast enough, so they quit doing that. And cold items that are left at the the registers people decide they don't want, right? they throw that out. Oh, so they don't even go and put it back? No, because they don't know how long it's been up there. I had no idea. So maybe you take some chicken up to the front and just said, ah, you know what, I don't want to buy this. Instead of taking it back, they just throw it out. That's what I've been told many times. Thank you, Jill. I had no idea. I'm a transaction. Oh, come on. That's not nice. <laughs> what? Uh, let's pick this story back up. We're going to start with this salad with a grapefruit mojo dressing. All right, this is then them cooking. Then we're going to have um, oh. ratatouille wraps, some beets a l'orange. <laughs> Most of the freegans we... Now, here's the problem. They're such, they're such like, over-the-top... Hippies mm. that you want, you just want to hate them so much. Yeah, I do. I really hate them. There's I, no redeeming quality about what they're doing here. I don't like extremists, and they really are. They're an extremist to the left. Mm-hmm. They, they have a very good point, but they just don't know how to market it. You know what I mean? They're not about hey, you're throwing out too much. Try to conserve. Instead, it's hey, we're going to go dig through the trash to prove a point. And it's not. You shouldn't be trying to prove a point. You should be trying to uh, 
uh, create, you know, alternatives. Instead of you going digging through trash, say, hey, this is what we can do with the trash, and uh, let's get this done, and we'll, we'll pass legislation or whatever it takes to get it done. We talked with said they salvaged not just food, but other usable merchandise from the trash. In this group, preparing a lunch from the street food it collected, Alexis Cole is a church music director whose boyfriend went to culinary school. I'd say 90% of our kitchen is um, full of things from the street. We still buy a few staples like orange juice. Okay, bon appetit. Bon appetit. Now, the Freegans say they do this and they never get sick. It's like somebody going through a red light and boasting that they went through a red light. Sometimes you go through a red light and nothing happens, and sometimes you go through a red light and something disastrous can happen. Uh, it's a risk. It's actually a gamble. Now, I don't believe that at all. What? I honestly believe because I think the human body, the human body is used to eating, like really in its, in its initial form, is used to eating stuff that isn't so much so processed or so healthy. I think that the more you your body will get used to this stuff, and you'll be okay. Maybe for you know the stuff that's just a little bit old, but imagine if something really bad happened to some of that food. Like uh, someone has the hip and they spill a little blood on it. You know, you know, you don't know. Yeah, they put like floor cleaner in the same bag they're throwing the food out in. That's why you cook it. Most of the stuff you can get rid of by cooking it. I don't care. I'm not cooking the hip and trying to eat it. I'm not taking that chance, puss. All right, we're going to get someone up here and cook some hip for you, and you're going to have a nice lunch. If you cook it, it'll kill it. Hold the bee. Soon, no doubt, these bags will be full of fruitcakes from the holiday season gone by. Dr. Oh, Jones, who did the food study, says he hopes that people will plan better for what they need and use. Nearly 200 years ago, it was a French food connoisseur who wrote, Tell me what you eat, and I'll tell you what you are. In this season when consumption is at its height, <laughs> he might have added <laughs> that what we are is also what we waste. Right, here's a good point. You know that there are those fresh open-air markets all over the world. Mm -hmm. And that stuff may be a little old. And apparently that's why a lot of cultures, uh, that's why they spice their food so heavily. The hiv? No, not with the hiv. Not oh. because of the hiv, just because of the food. And they got overcooked it, and maybe it'll kill the taste, and they got to throw some spices on there. Yeah, but we live in America where we don't have to deal with that. We have good food. But that's we have the good things going on. That's I'm the point, though. We have it so good. Why? Why? We're throwing out billions of dollars worth of food. And we can. That's part of the allure of America. We don't care. We just throw everything out. We don't need it. That just seems so wasteful. It's trickle down, my friend. Trickle down the who? Whatever falls out of my mouth, a bum can eat. And that's how I live my life. Bum asks me for some food. I'm eating a sandwich. I say, hey, a piece of lettuce just fell out of my mouth. You can have that. You know what? Enjoy yourself. You're a giver. Mm hmm And I do have to commend you for being a giver. A few sesame seeds fell off my bun. Fill yourself up on that, buddy. Brandon and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's going on, man? Hey, yeah, dude. I got I got a story about dumpster diving. Mm -hmm. um, one time, this local uh, video game slash uh, video rental store went out of business, and uh, my buddy and I went dumpster diving behind in the back. Mm -hmm. Dude, we got uh, we got ourselves a Dreamcast, uh, a couple PlayStation uh, consoles, a 
Genesis and a bunch of controllers. I am not above uh, dumpster diving for merchandise. Merchandise. But I'm completely against dumpster diving for food. Because Dubs used to dumpster dive, and thank you, Brandon, for the phone call, uh, at the ICP uh, complex in Detroit. Yeah. So that's, I don't even know if you've talked about that Yeah, down here. I've talked about it down here. Uh, they had a warehouse, and we would go there, and uh, after a tour... You would, we got like over 150 bottles of uh, Fago soda. We got uh, huh. a bunch of uh, T-shirts, just a bunch of stuff they were throwing away after a tour. And uh, we got a bunch. We, we literally had to drive back and forth three times with the truck to fill up all the stuff we got. Did you end up selling it or just keeping it for yourself? Uh, there was like five or ten of us, so we we all just from the, it up. All from the Ville. Yeah, Fallerville. All right, here's our buddy Bobo up in Beemore. Bobo. Hey, hideout guys. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas to you. And to you. Thank you. <laughs> what, hey, do you what do you got? So, I mean, I, I was homeless for a while in the late 70s. Lucky. No. And I used to uh, dumpster dive, as they used to call it. And What do you I, think I, about the Freegans? Do you think they're okay with what they got going on? Yeah, you know, I, we are a wasteful society. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's, that slips by, and if you can get over the general creepiness of, going of, a, a of the environment of a dumpster, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you, you can live, you know, like pretty good. Did I mean, you... I lived in my car... Where where would you usually uh, well, go, Bobo, to uh, to find uh, your food? I would actually go to restaurants, um, the the dumpsters of restaurants on North Charles Street, which is below Johns Hopkins University hmm. in downtown Baltimore. Well, you're the Ted Nugent of dumpster diving. You're using everything from the dumpster, and uh, you are making the best out of it. Right. I just didn't shoot it with a bow and arrow. <laughs> exactly. Now, did you wish you could have. Did you put on weight, or did you lose weight when you were shot with a needle? When you were well, dumpster diving. I, I was shooting speedballs, <laughs> which was a mixture of heroin and cocaine. Oh, yeah. And uh, I got pretty nice and svelte there. I mean, I was thin. Oh, uh, that is. <laughs> thank you, Bobo. And happy holidays, my friend. Hey, I Same want to you. Send and I a, love you guys. Hey, send us some uh, Santa's beatbox sometime. Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. Bobo used to have a band, and uh, they have a song called Santa's Beatbox. We got to play those Billy Staple tapes too. Yeah, Billy we'll Staple. Billy Staple sent us his uh, his filthy Christmas <sighs> CD. We meant to get to that earlier. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We've just been so Oh, busy. yeah, we did. Stop. Gibbs in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Gibbs? Uh, I was going to say for all those uh, couples looking to, you know, maybe adopt a, uh, a child, um, dumpster diving for a baby wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> now, there are sometimes babies. The only thing is, though, they've been doing these whole marketing campaigns to uh, drop it off at the church, not the dumpster. Well, here's the thing. It, it may be in a bag, but if you go home... Put a little water on it, maybe plant it. It could grow. It could grow into a full-born baby. Now this is oh, as long as it's making noise, it's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, this is why I'm looking Gurgling. forward to having Gibbs as our new intern, new phone screener, new host of the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Do you see that he just contributed something that you didn't? I think Gibbs is gonna be a star. I'm convinced. He's got all the makings of it. I'm con chunks. You love this kid already, don't you? Yeah, he's a good kid. Gee, then he's got to be good. 
Hey, I picked out back. Putin too. Yeah, Putin was good. He just got tired. And we saw Putin today, which was a, uh, which was a nice surprise. He was wearing a hat, which I'm not used to, unless it's a big pointy hat out of Putin. Didn't he look a little strange today? Mm-hmm. He always looks strange. I'm telling you, and I wish I had meant to uh, remembered it, but it was like sitting there with the uh, what are they called uh, from Chronicles of Narnia? I don't know what they're called. His name is uh, Tumnus. Tumnus. It was like if anyone who has seen Chronicles of Narnia, and apparently a lot of you had Tumnus. That weird thing, that weird animal man, mm-hmm. looks exactly like Putin. In fact, i got to see if somebody... Can you see if you can find a picture of it online? Of Tumnus? But from the movie Chronicles of Narnia. It's so Putin. It was. I couldn't even watch the movie. It was so Putin. Now, uh, me and you walked up today uh, when we were coming to work, and Putin was here with Chunks, and they were sitting there with a Best Buy bag full of Doritos. And But here's the, here's the weird... Yeah. It was well, odd. Well, the, some of the Doritos were actually in the Doritos bag, and mm-hmm. the other ones were tied up in a little sack. Yeah, and I was... Uh, like a uh, checkout sack. And I asked, what's in the Best Buy bag? And he says Doritos, and that's the only explanation I get to it. You know, you'd, you'd expect when someone says they have Doritos in a Best Buy bag, they would kind of follow that up with some kind of explanation. Nothing. I'm left there just, just like scratching my head. Just like it's normal. Oh, here we go. Narnia... Uh, Tommy's so fast. I gotta pull it. Up. All right, Matt Albert says fa fa fetus, just like ch 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 chia pet. Mhm. According to the way you were describing it, Dubs. Put a little water and watch it grow. All right, I'm waiting for this picture to pop up. No, that's not the guy. That's no, that's the actual. That's the professor. I've never seen the movie, so I'm guessing. No, it's of the uh, douche can help you. with I that. didn't see the movie. Yeah, but you're going to know what the half-man thingy is. What is it called again? I don't know. I think it starts with an F. I can't remember. I thought you said Tontus. No, Tumnus is his, Tumnus. It's, it's his Tum- name. Yeah, Tumnus is his name. But I don't know what the name of the species is. And I want a side-by-side of Putin and then a uh, of Tumnus. And I think it looks exactly like it. Are right, we going to take a break? Are we late? They're called fawns. They're just fawns? F-A-U. Well, like- Oh, not like a uh, F-A-W-N-S, like a young deer. That's pretty close. You need a better picture of it, though. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Hideout World Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, come take a look at this one, too, of uh, Tumnus, the fawn in Chronicles of Narnia. That's Putin. That is Putin. That's dirty, dirty facial hair. Mr. Mr. Tumnus is a fawn, half man, half The other picture I sent right after that was even better. Alright, I'm sure that is of something else. No, it's not. It's not Bloody Trixie? No. I, you know what? I'm not even going. Why? Because I'm it's sure... It's a side-by-side comparison of them. I really don't think that that's going to be it. Fine. Whatever. Turn this up. Mudvayne. While I'm looking online... It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, that is good. Is that a dude? <laughs> no. It better not be, because that's a great <laughs> ass. No, that's a dude. Whatever, that's a great you ass. You can't see the balls. You see camel toe. You can smell them. Um, all right, hey, Dubs. Are you getting on an airplane, though? This uh, holiday season? No, I'm not. Have you seen all the airplane stuff going on? 
There yeah, was, it's been wild. There was another one today of a Learjet mm-hmm. that had a crooked landing gear. Something's going on with the landing gear around uh, lately. I mean, everything, the problems with everything lately have been landing gear. Now, not, not going down correctly. We talked about... Excuse there's problems with... Can't do it. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> the plane that went off, uh, that crashed off the coast of uh, here in Florida, mm-hmm. near, near Miami. And did you see that a quote-unquote funny feeling kept uh, a couple of guys off of that plane? They were just like, you know what? I got an odd, I got an odd feeling about this. I'm not getting on the plane. The funny feeling that kept the two dudes off the plane was uh, something that drew them into the stall. I have a funny feeling, dude. Now that guy's playing, let's postpone a little bit. That's alleged. But uh, it was three guys who said they were scheduled to be on the flight, and then something weird just kept them from getting on that plane. Now I haven't heard more yeah, like. Sniffy. I haven't heard more expanded <laughs> upon this. And then I guess another chick uh, who takes that flight all the time mm-hmm. missed the plane because she was shopping. How do you miss a plane because of shopping? I don't know. So it was about four people who didn't get on that specific flight because of one reason or another. Do you think this is a final destination? But they landed, didn't they? They ended up doing fine. No, this is the plane that went on, that crashed oh. in Miami. Oh, okay. They were like, you know, it was three guys who didn't get on because they had a weird feeling about getting on that plane. You insist it is because of an erection. Mm-hmm. And, and then a wo- shivering. Okay. And then a woman. Bum bum. And a woman who didn't get on because she missed it because she was shopping. Now I also read something interesting too. Seth MacFarlane. They decided to take the Hummer. Seth MacFarlane, uh, creator of The Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he originally had a flight booked on one of the four flights of 9/11? Oh, I did not know that. Now, I haven't heard as to why he didn't make it. Now, I'm sure there's so many Family Guy fans and Seth MacFarlane, flan, uh, MacFarlane flan, uh, fans <laughs> out there that they probably know the reason, but I, I was reading this because he was one of the Mavericks, uh, according to Rolling, St- Rolling Stone. One of the big players of 2005? Yeah, because Family Guy just made a huge comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That definitely came uh, back from the dead this year. Was it this year or more last year? Yeah, more last year, but I mean, it still it, it pushed really strong into a really, really uh, show. It looks like it's going to have a lot of legs. Yeah, McFarlane was scheduled to fly on one of the hijacked September 11th flights. Do you know he's only 24 years old when he sold Family Guy to Fox? No, I didn't know that. In 99. So he's still a relatively young dude. I'd love to hear that story, though, about, like, why he ended up not getting on that plane. Um, and which plane it was. 407-916-1041, Jeremy and Altamont, you're in the hideout. We got Jeremy. Hey, what's going on, man? I heard you talking about Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read in Maxim that he uh, missed the flight because he was hungover. Oh, get the hell out. That's really the reason? Do you know which... Was it a, it was it one of the Boston to uh, L.A. flights on 9-11? No, it was the one that... Oh, what happened to him? Son of a bitch. He was just about to give me the answer. Call back. No. This might be, this might be a uh, sign. Maybe some odds going on in the hideout. I hope not. 
Well, unsolved mysteries. All right, I got to hear the rest of that story, dude. You can't just leave me hanging. That's not a good. It's not nice. Okay. Apparently, he woke up a. He woke up late on the day, and just thought, ah, I'll get another flight later. <laughs> That's be nice. Yeah, when you're able to throw around money like that. And you got to think about it, too. That's like the best $300 maybe he's ever thrown away. Oh, easy. That's the best hangover he's ever had. I guess he talks about it on the Family Guy DVD commentary. All right, Matt Albert came to me, or uh, got me the info on that one. Just, would you feel like you have a whole new lease on life if you're one of these guys who misses this plane that goes off the coast, you know, goes down off the coast of Miami, or... Or, you know, if you're McFarlane, you know, and you're supposed to be on one of those flights for 9-11. I tell you what, the next three months I'm living life to the fullest, but after three months I forget. 90 days is as far as I go back. And then I start slipping in my normal ways. Anytime I feel something, you know, inspired in some way, it all all ends by 90 days. All right, here's the quote from uh, Seth. Yeah, I booked a flight. And I was drinking the night before and hung over, and I missed the plane by about 10 minutes. It was a very close call for me. Alright, now here's this awful, morbid curiosity. I want to know which flight it was. Yeah. I would guess the Boston one, too. Boston to L.A.? Because mm-hmm. wasn't somebody like the executive producer for Frasier was on one of the flights, too? Oh, I, I didn't kn- know that either. Yeah, I knew that. 407 916 1041 up on my 911 trivia. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, uh, hold on, Nightmare Dave may have something. Nightmare Dave, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dude. All right, uh, there's some interesting information that, uh, actually, my dad told me that he heard on the news that this company has been flying since, like, 1919, and it's the first plane crash they've ever had, and the first time they've had any deaths with all the flying they've been doing since 1919. This one uh, out of Miami? Yeah, the one out of Miami. Um, What's the name of it? I got the name of the company over here. Um, The Chalks Ocean Airways. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting considering the planes, you know, being on the sea like that all the time, they have to, their maintenance is, you know, way higher because of being around salt water all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For them to not have any problems until now, that's a pretty incredible track record. They're saying that the wing just fell off, apparently. It was an older plane, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Hmm. All right, thank you, Nightmare Dave. Right. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, Matt Albert says it's one of the ones that hit the Twin Towers that he was it's supposed to be. The first one. The first one? Oh, did you send it to me, too? Yep. All right, Tommy's so good. All right, family boarded Flight 11, which was the first plane. I don't know why that weirds me out so much. You know what I mean? Just Maybe because just the stupid movie, The uh, Final Destination. What about Final Destination 2? There's a 2? Yeah. I think there's a 3 that's coming out. Oh, great. Can't wait for that crap to miss. <laughs> can't wait to be too busy to watch that. Can't be too Can't wait to be too busy to rent National Lampoons over that crap. Yeah. One of their straight to videos. <laughs> um Gold Diggers. And by the way, worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> did you did you see where they're re- they're ready to start putting the um the union guys who are on strike in jail now? Uh yeah, they've they've been throwing that around since like the the it first started, just kind of using it as a threat, and now they're legitimately thinking about it. 
Like, it's only the leaders of the uh, union that they can actually throw in jail. That doesn't really seem fair if you're on strike. Can they do that? Well, yeah, because of the... uh, because of the city contract that they hold, they are uh, they are not allowed to go on strike, which kind of defeats the purpose of having a union. Right. Uh, if they and uh, when they do go on strike, each day I believe the uh, the workers miss. They have to pay two days worth of wage. They lose two days worth of wage for each day they lose. They miss. Um. All right. Here's the whole story about McFarland. If you want me. To- Tell it to you. Sure. All right. On September 11th, McFarland was um, scheduled to be on the L.A. flight, Flight 11, as, after being the keynote speaker at his alma mater in Rhode Island. He tried to take the flight but arrived 10 minutes after the final uh, boarding ended. At 8.45, one hour after the departure, the plane was hijacked before his crash in the North Tower. He often jokes that he arrived late because he was hungover from the night before. Uh, he was then told he would need to wait for the next flight, sat down next to someone as they were watching the attacks, and he said to the man beside him, I was supposed to be on that flight. In an interview with USA Today a few uh, days after the attacks, he said that he was unable to get in touch with his office or family in L.A. and ended up driving halfway across the country before he was finally able to contact his office and his parents to tell them that he wasn't on the flight. Oh, so they were probably thinking, uh-oh. The whole time. All right, McFarland said on the uh, DVD, the only reason that he wasn't really affected is um, the only reason it hasn't really affected me as it maybe it could have is because I didn't really know that I was in any danger until it was over. So I never had that panic moment. After the fact, it was sobering, but a lot of people had close calls. You know, you're crossing the street, you almost get hit by the car. Mm. Something like that. So he kind of puts it in perspective. Hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Martin in Wildwood, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Martin? Hey, guys. Uh, I happen to know, I've seen the previews for Final Destination 3. They're already out. And that one deals with a roller coaster. Yes, I did see that. A roller yeah. coaster? I saw that yeah. preview. What Ooh. movie did you see it in? Was it King Kong? No, it was uh, Eon Flux. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, that, uh-huh. another bad movie, actually. But I do, I have actually seen the preview, and it does involve a roller coaster. Mitch and Tampa, you're in the hideout. What's up, brothers? Hey, man. You know, that big strike going on right now, most of these people are like, they give out tokens for the subway and drive buses and crap. Mm-hmm. Those donkeys are making like 50, 60, 70 grand. Some are making like 100 with overtime. You tell me you can't round up some New Orleans people and say, listen, we're <laughs> going to give you all you donkeys. We're going to give you 50, 60K to work the subway system. That strike could be averted in a minute, in a fucking, a friggin' hour. No, I got you. Hey, thank you, Mitch. He he actually really lost it there. He got really, really mad. A little angered. What's up with all the donkey drops? I'm <laughs> thinking we're back in D.C. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. All right, now we're late again. Jeez. We're silly late. Come on, Tom. Silly bazilly. It's a hideout. CK One's over here talking to me. I'm getting. Oh, he's over there hurting. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'll have and J Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Michael Nelson is going to be coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, comedian. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. 
originally from the Orlando area in town for the holidays, I'd assume. Going to uh, hang out for a little bit. And I uh, already get an interesting word about Deuce Childeron. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it, too. I'm a little interested. Uh, yeah, that's why it would be interesting, dumbass. And the, uh, I guess the history. Have you heard the idle threats yet? No. As Chunks told you? Yeah, uh, I go get a release form from Darone, and he goes, uh, I think I know this guy. He's like, did he say anything about me? I was like, yeah, you mentioned that no, he knows No, hang you. on. I didn't say I think I know this guy, you jackass. We've already established I went to middle school with him. Oh, well, either way, he went to middle school with him. He goes, if he starts ribbing on me, I'm going to call my brother. I'm going to call my brother. <laughs> and, he go, and he picks up his phone. And he's like, I'm calling my brother right now. I'm like, what? how old are you? What the hell? What are you going to call your brother to do? And he looks so triumphant, like, oh, I'm going to call my brother and I'll get one over on him. Hey, two can play this game, buddy. <laughs> what game? And I might have to kick Chunks' ass myself. Why? Just because he's a little bitch. <laughs> what the hell is that? That sounded so amazingly mo. He is a little bitch, though. Why? Why do you call him a little bitch? He's just got nothing. He, he, uh, Listen to him so mad, but like I not. really am, because he, he, he really does nothing. That's all he does. Yeah, I really do nothing. So you can start right. coming in at 9 in the morning then if you want to and sit around uh, with your... Th- Never mind, I can't even say it. Is that what you do here? Sit around with your thumb up your butt? That's what you almost said. Well, he said it, not me. No, that's not all I do. But yeah, go ahead. If you want to, yeah, fine. Do it. All right. So what, are we going to have to... Michael Nelson's going to come in, comedian, and you boys uh, are going to fight? Like I'm a couple ha- of sissies? I get along with the guy. In the uh, in the lunchroom because someone took someone else's lunch money? Well, I'm I'm completely enthralled with this fight. I want these guys to duke it out. Me and Chunks? Yeah. I'd whoop his ass. I got sandals on. You're afraid of sandals! I was running around trying to pretend to cough on you, and you flipped out and ran all the way down the hall because you're afraid of germs. What what made you so mad there, Dushil? Chunks. He just annoys me so no, much. Something lately. had to eat at your craw. What yeah, was what, it specifically? What pushed you over the edge there? That he uh, said something that you told just him. Just lately, off the every, air? everything with Chunks. He's been uh, ripping on you too much, uh, getting under your skin. You know, all he's got. You know, anytime I talk, he pods the music up. There's little <laughs> things like that, been getting on my nerves. I don't know what you're talking about. You want us to set up a fight? Yeah, so you and mentioned. The big question, though, is whether it... he can't even do music yeah. this time. <laughs> All right. By the way, the Chappelle theory thing—it's mm-hmm. already hitting Yahoo. Oh, really? SBK sent it to me. The Yahoo link. I want to know when DeRozan's gonna be hitting chunks. All right, it's not real. It was a marketing uh, ploy for a short film by uh, Charlie Murphy and Neil, a couple of the partners. I told SBK. Now he's mad that he's been duped. <laughs> I'm telling there were two specific paragraphs that gave it away as a hoax. The one about uh, Winfrey uh, doing a special broadcast uh, during her show to Chappelle. Uh, talking about she's going to get him and dropping the N-bomb in it, and then standing over him uh, with a couple of bodyguards. All right, what are you asses yelling about in the talkback? I can hear you. 
Not only can I see you, I can hear you. What was said about Michael Nelson? Nothing was said about Michael Nelson. I just calling Chunks a jackass. For what? I want specifics here. I'm sitting here trying to eat my dinner. I'm sitting here trying to answer phone calls. <laughs> well, we're all sitting here trying to do stuff. What's the problem? With me? Mm-hmm. Nothing. What, what's your problem with Chunks? I want, I want to get this out prob- the open. Or is your problem with Michael Nelson? No, I don't Comedian. have it. Michael Nelson, uh, comedy.com. I have no problem with Michael. I've seen him within the past year. What'd you say to him? Hey, how you doing? How's California treating you? And he said, great, Chunks is a little bitch. Do you realize how incredibly gay you say you sound when you say it like that? That's all right. A little bitch. You're such a little bitch. No, Chunks is. Chunks, what did he say to you through the talk back? Call me a jackass. He said I wrecked something. Wrecked what? I guess he's trying to run a bit or something like that. And I wrecked it. <laughs> Dude, Chunks <just> fuming. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's so He's big. turning different colors back there. Now you ruin the bit that you ruined a bit. Look at him. He's so <laughs> mad. I've never seen him this mad. It's Except not, when we're... not a good thing when I am. Yeah? No. What's going to happen? Nothing. I, I mean, I control myself. He's the incredible dulk. What are you doing back there, Chunks? Holding up the sandal. Would you be willing to go through the sandal if you get mad enough? If that happened, the sandal would mean nothing to me. But how close are you to that point of getting real, real angry? Do you feel like you're being undermined by chunks? I don't know if I'd say undermined. It's just annoying. How could you possibly say that? But now, get, he, now he's annoying me that I'm boring myself actually arguing with him. I'm, getting I'm, I'm completely... Uh, in love with this thing. Yeah, I'm getting this on the instant messenger. Please let them fight. That's what I'm thinking. Can we set it up somewhere? Would you guys be willing to do our box? Get in the ring. Sell so this like gentlemen. Depending on what kind of contract you give me, sure. Contract? Mm-hmm. Contract for what? For the position. You think Chunks is working with one? Yeah. Are you kidding? Ours is barely worth anything. Mine's great. Yeah? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Bring in Michael Nelson. Comedian. Yeah, what a warm welcome you guys just gave the guy. I didn't do anything. Hey, good job, Chunks. What do you like? Don't turn this around on us, you sissy. I wanted to see him and it'd be a surprise. Hey, good to see you. And now look what you've done. What have we done? We haven't done anything. It's, it's what Chunks did. Why are you pointing at us when you say you? You made it sound like we had something to do with this. Maybe you guys are feeling a little guilty. Shut the hell up. Does the comedian have long blonde hair like his brother's? Did you find pictures of Deuce Chill's brother online? No, no, no. The uh, Nelson brothers. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Such an ass. All right, Gunner coming up next. All right, we'll take a break. After the rain. Take a break. We'll come back. Chunks, I need some water. Only after I'd ask Deuce Chill to get it, but I'm afraid that he would spit in it now. Yeah, because he's angry with us for some reason. Easy in Palm Bay, you're in the hideout. Hey, I was just saying that uh, we should let the two of them go at it and have a little sumo match. Um. Yeah, well, 
Deuce Schiller's putting on a little weight over there. Yeah. The two of them are uh, fatties. Hang, hang on. You're calling me fat? You're starting to get there. You aren't there yet. Hey, I might be starting to get there. I, I'm definitely uh, not fat. You are. You are compared to chunks, I'm in great no, shape. You, you aren't uh, near chunks uh, shape yet, but that chair's doing something to you. That's because I'm hunched over. <laughs> I challenge anyone on this show to a physical competition. All right, I'll strike you out. I'll pitch it. I'll strike you out. No, physical. That's not physical. It's baseball. It's physical. You can do it underhand? Like a softball style? All right, how about this? How about you stand 60 feet away and I'll throw a fastball at you? Just at you. But that's and not, we'll see a, if that's you not a competition. That's not equal stuff. Or you know, if you put a bat in my hands, I'll hit a home run on how you. About, how about you and Dubs you wrestle? put that out there. How about you and Dubs wrestle? I I dare you to do that. I'll, I, I'll give you money to do it. If you want to, we can. Well, see, I don't want, I don't want to wrestle dubs. Yeah, okay. I thought you challenged all of us. Or how about I meant this? like push-ups, pull-ups. Oh. See who's in better shape is what I mean. You're calling me fat. How about you and Tommy in a UFC-style uh, match? See, your problem, Deuce Chill, you, you take stuff too far, like to uh, you, you take stuff too personally. We're saying that you're looking a little uh, like you, you're starting to let go. I am starting to let go. That doesn't mean I'm out of shape, though. There's a difference. I, I stay active. Apparently, here's the point. He used to be a fat kid, mm-hmm. and I know what it's like. Uh, formerly being a fat kid, currently a fat kid. Whenever you're called fat, when you used to be a fat kid, oh, it gnaws at you. If you wear baggy shirts, people can't tell. No, we can tell, when you tan- especially when you stand profile. All right, got to take a break. We'll bring in Michael Nelson. Warm welcome, Michael Nelson. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. Like, he'd be so excited to see you anyways. Oh, wow, it's Darone from middle school. Oh, wow, <laughs> I traveled all the way over here, and I got to see Darone. <laughs> okay, he's so pissed. I love it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And Mayhem says, Darone doesn't sound like he's gotten past puberty yet with his voice. How's he going to beat anyone's ass? Oh, he's past puberty. He's... A furry beast. Thank you, Dubs. What? <laughs> it's a hideout real radio 104.1. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. We've lost control. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Uh, tonight, um, second to last night for the hideout in 2005, 407-916-1041, uh, Michael Nelson is here. MichaelNelsonComedy.com, comedian originally from uh, Central Florida, uh, now living out in uh, L.A. Welcome. Absolutely. How are you? Welcome to the hideout, Thanks bro. for having me. You betcha. Now, um, you're not doing any shows around here, right? You're just here to hang out with the family? Just here to hang out, yeah, with the family and, and relax. And You grew up in Maitland? I did. All right, I so grew up right down the, the road over here. All right, so cool. So you're familiar with the area, and now you do a big shot out in L.A., I guess. And now you get to come home uh, to have all the people from the hood, the people you tried to escape from, if you will, right? Uh, come back and try to latch on to the greatness that is Michael Nelson. Right. One of those people being Deuce Childeron. Hang oh, on. Oh, come on. How did I latch on? By saying I knew him? Yeah. That's latching on? Just like the way you tell me you know Marquise Daniels. No, I said I went to high school with him. Hmm. When have I told you I knew him? Now, here's the thing about this show. He's so bad yeah. right now. No, it's good to see you, though, seriously. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hey, how are you? Hey. <laughs> yeah, good. What the hell have I walked into? So These guys, they, they're making stuff up like he did right oh, there. They can't tear us apart. I dude. never Come said on. I knew him. So Deuce Chill <laughs> tells me the Mavericks are coming to town, I think the 22nd, and he goes, hey, I'm going to get score an interview. 
maybe Marquise will remember me. Yeah, I did mm. say that. Look at him, he's so livid. Oh, is that a bad thing? <laughs> What's wrong? I'm sorry that I'm trying to do work for you, Why? buddy. Uh, I apologize. Uh, what are you mad about? I'm not mad about no, it. No, you were, you the, are, you you were are. so angry. Is it because I left, Doe? No. That I, I, that I split? Now, Doe. Is that... That's yeah, Darone here. <laughs> Doe boy. Did it used to be Doe boy? No, just Doe. It was Why Doe? Doe? Yeah, Doe was, the, Doe was the nickname. That was... That's, that's, that's what, what I still go... You guys are the only one that call me Darone. Oh, really? So could it... Should we change that's, that's it? That's proper. Should we change it then to Deuce Chill Doe boy? Well, you're adding boy where it shouldn't be, but no. I didn't go by that name here. Do she do? Because there's another DJ who who uh, goes by that name. Oh, John Doe? Yeah, I thought it'd be kind of confusing. I say we switch yeah, it. That might throw him off. I mean, it's up to you guys. Why are you so mad? You're sitting, you're grinding in your teeth. I'm not grinding on you my are. teeth. I'm sitting here having a good time. No, you aren't. Now, what's the history? What's his- wrong, Doe? Yeah, what's the history between you and Michael Nelson here, comedian in the hideout? We like- have a good history. I've known Mike since I was probably in fifth grade. Tell yeah, me since he was a little Doe, I've known him. Um, and, yeah, I knew his brother and his family. A Doe and- or a Fawn? Um, <laughs> what, uh, you, so you guys, uh, you, in the family, you knew each other or what? Yeah. Right, yeah, we knew, we met. Probably hanging out over the JCC mm-hmm. uh, in the same neighborhood, and that's and it blossomed from there to what it is today. You said we went to school, middle school, <laughs> and very high uncomfortable. School. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> awkward. Guys, Thank you, God there's glass there. That's what these guys like to do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you talk, what do you mean? What we like to do? I was excited to see Mike. Like, yeah, yeah, good to see you. What Instead, are you gonna tell him? Some fat guy with loose boobs ruins everything. <laughs> Are you talking about chunks? Yeah, I'm sorry I wrecked it for you. He's in there now. Go give him a hug. Why don't you Why come and go give him a hand? So would you, you like to embrace to. me? No, I'm friends no, no, with no. Mike. How about as this? a Jewish brother? Yeah. <laughs> as, as a Jew, as a, how about a nice hug? You what, you think? Do you want fine? a hug, though? I want to hug him on my own terms, not because you guys oh, want to get okay. off some homoerotic <laughs> way. I isolate that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Come Nothing. on, Doe. Nothing is this wrong. Be with okay. it. It's weird to hear you guys. Doe bounces me that. back. Doe is so pissed. <laughs> I, I I don't like that you guys are calling me that. Actually, it doesn't sound right coming from you guys. Doe? From them. Oh, They've okay. never called me that before. Now, where did the nickname Doe come from? I I've gone it, by that my whole life. It's for Darone, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Just Doe. It's, it's just short. We were for masters it. of nicknames back then. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone by Doe. that since I was probably five or six. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was skinny, I went by that because I was skinny then. So and then you plumped up, uh-huh. and then dough fit you better. Did it? Did it like offend you a little bit when you were chunky and they were calling you dough, or it didn't matter because you'd always been called dough? I actually thought it was cool because I was right around when uh, Boys I, in the Hood. Yeah, Ice Cube was Doughboy. Right. Yeah. So you thought you were <laughs> That's Ice what Cube? I thought of you. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you have a Jerry Curl too? <laughs> no, I had a rat tail. <laughs> like I had that. a rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> the white man's Jerry Curl. Yeah, going back to your roots. <laughs> he ran the block. <laughs> That's so true, the white man's rat tail. <laughs> I've thought about that. All right, questions for Doe. 407 Michael Nelson, comedian, is here. Uh, MichaelNelsonComedy.com. He's out in L.A. Uh, what do you decide? I mean, so you went to the, the JCC with a douche chill, or I mean Doe. Yes. Now, ironically enough, I don't know if you know this. I mean, you're a comedic genius in your own right. Right. Uh, so is Doe. He uh, yes. he teaches Jewish humor. Really? Yeah. Over at the uh, JCC. I didn't know that. Yeah, I wish we wanted to just call me out on that with my real name there. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Wow. All right, we've talked really? about, we've talked yeah, about that forever. Not for a while, though. Oh, man. So I was thinking maybe a little tutorial uh, for everybody on Jewish humor and what it would be like. Now, why would you want to waste me when you have a, a comedian here? Here's what I would like. I'd like for you to teach and for him to critique your teaching. 
Yeah, I mean, I would like to hear, you know, what what your rules are and and kind of the equation or formula, if you will, for it. I didn't bring the textbook. My lesson plans are at home. You have a textbook? (laughs) (laughs) You douche. Oh, man. I, I, I want to learn. Talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's that's what Chunks asked for you right there. You douche. Now, I let me ask back to my log now. Now, here's the thing. I could probably see where it's uncomfortable. Mm. You know, middle school, you had a friend, right. and now you feel like you've made it of sorts because you're screening phone calls for a night show. Right. <laughs> And, yes. you know, you want to impress, you know, the big comedian and yeah. coming back into town from L.A. And then Chunks comes in and tries to uh, trash you before you can even <laughs> stand on your two feet. Are you embarrassed of where, like, where you are, Deuce Chill? I mean, though, as opposed to where, Chunks you know. Is? Or Chunks or Nelson. Because, <laughs> actually, you'd give anything to be Chunks, which is ironic. That's actually not true at all. In fact, I'm definitely not embarrassed to be where I'm at, and this is only a small majority of what I do. What else do you do? I do a lot of things, and a lot of which I don't want to talk about. And can it be a small majority? I don't think that's possible, is it? I think so, because it wouldn't sound right if I said a small minority. A small Uh, majority, that's not. Yeah, please don't run us down. And the judges? I don't appreciate that. (laughs) But uh, how come you don't want to talk about it on the air? Well, because I don't do it. it's, It's not public. I don't want people following me around trying to get autographs. Oh. Is this part oh, of the I'm... humor? Is this what you're teaching? No. Is this Jewish humor? Nope. No. Oh. Hmm. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw that uh, Michael was ready to scribble it down in his notebook. Yeah, I've actually been taking notes here. Yeah. And uh, so far, it's How to Be Angry. How to Be Furry and Angry by right. Deuce Chill. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you going to be okay, Deuce Chill? I'm fine. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> look at that look. Tommy, oh, what's it like back there? Mood. No, we're, we're laughing. The window's you know. fogging. Mm-hmm. Is it okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, Tommy doesn't care. He's always in his own world. All right, let's. I tell Ooh. you, I tell you what we want to do, uh, Michael. We want to talk to you more. We just want you to hang out with us too. Beautiful. And uh, let's do the hideout headlines game show. Here's the great thing, it's the chance for Doe to shine. It's uh. it's his game show. Yes, this is. Uh, Come on, Doe. He hosts it. He made the open for it. And I guess we got a new open today? I think it got lost. Uh, we've <laughs> got this new open. We Actually, we should play the Come old on, one Doe. and the new one. Uh, the, the one from last night? Mm-hmm. It's not here. I'm sure we could get it out of the archive. No, no, no. Convenient. I, it was on a CD. I'm sure we could get it out of the archive. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> uh, all right. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hideout headline game show. Five categories. World, national, local sports, entertainment. It's uh, the news headlines, trivia form. And it's a chance for you to win some prizes. We got tickets for Crossfade and Nonpoint. We got tickets to the uh, Champs Sports Bowl. Also tickets, too, for the Capital One Bowl, fcsports.com, and a lot more. So 407 916 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Michael Nelson Comedian is here, michaelnelsoncomedy.com. And don't forget, Deuce Chill Doe, <laughs> also in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, time for you to be a winner of the Hideout Headline Game Show. Call right now, be somebody, 407-916-1041, It is the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Also sitting in with us... Uh, uh, a homeboy, uh, Michael Nelson, michaelnelsoncomedy.com. He's uh, out in L.A. doing his thing. He's got some great stories he's going to tell us in a bit. 
uh, after the headline game show, but he's back just in the area. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now, do we have a new open for the hideout headline game show? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. I uh, I'm distancing myself from this as much as possible. Okay. Open, open. I need an open. I forget how to do it. Um, open paprika. Open curry. Open ginger. <laughs> open basil. <laughs> open cayenne. Open garlic salt. Open chili powder. Okay, you what gotta are you be cooking? Open sesame? Is that Jewish humor? The hideout headlines game show. <laughs> that is it. Woo! Honestly, sadly, that's better than uh, yesterday's. Well, yesterday's. Chunks, do you have yesterday's? All right, here, we're going to play yesterday's real fast. Hold on, i got to set up the item. Beautiful. Uh, by the way, people are calling up for the game show. And um, more people who know Doe and uh, Michael here, Michael Nelson, comedian. Right, here's, the, here's the one that he made yesterday, Michael. All right. Check this out. Uh, if everyone could uh, take out a Scantron and a number two pencil and make sure to put your name at the top right so that I don't get confused with whose it is. Oh, wait. This is the Hideout Headlines game show. Jesus. Not being a dork 101. World. <laughs> National. <laughs> Local. <laughs> Sports. Yes. Sports. Sports. Entertainment. Entertainment. Hideout Headlines Game Show. All right, and there's already controversy. <laughs> Multiple choice does not entail A, B, C, or D. Woo! That is another good one. What the hell? Sports. Yeah. All right. Hire him. Swami's like, what? He teaches humor. And then Matt Albert's like, great. He just stole a Looney Tunes bit from a movie. What one? Local. I guess the open paprika. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Drone was yelling at me during the break. He said not to say any of this, but apparently uh, I'm a real dick for uh, wrecking it. And uh... You know what? I was actually talking to Tommy about this. All chunks oh, oh, can add on the air is things that happen this. in advance. Because he's on that delay, he just he's so slow. All right, hold on. I, I saw him yelling at you during the break. Let's play the game show. Sports. We'll hang out more with Michael Nelson, comedian. <laughs> you, how about this? Do you want, does someone else want to host it? No. Because I will, I will point out all their mistakes just as easy as you guys do it to me. This is your time to shine for your buddy here. Local. And I also got a couple of friends <laughs> that are on the phone. All right, first say hi to Howard. He's not going to play the game, but he, he grew up with uh, Michael and Doe. Howard. <laughs> hey, Howard. Hey, what's up, Mike Nelson? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. I just had to uh, call up and say hello. Uh, Trosti uh, gave me a call. Ben Trosti, guys, were, you were in town on the radio. And I had to defend I had to defend Doe on that. Uh, back in the day, man, Doe used to run the courts at the JCC. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I was man. a No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> All right, so you were, uh, you were the, uh, the king of hoops over at the JCC. 
He was lethal in the post. Some say that I was. Doe Do was around. the king of hoops. He taught his brother everything he knew. All right. Well, there you go, Doe. You're better at basketball than you are making Do games. Doe was an athlete. He was a basketball player. I will say that. All right. Let's play the game. Uh, it's five categories. Sports. <laughs> World, <laughs> national, local sports and entertainment. <laughs> we'll go to uh, Ujima. Is that your name? Yeah. Ujima. Ujima. All right, you're in the hideout. Here, uh, which category you want? World, national, local sports, or entertainment? Entertainment, man. All right, here's entertainment with douche chill dough. God. Entertainment <laughs> is going to be true or false. Jay Leno is having his lawyers try to remove a restraining order put on him by a woman claiming he caused her mental cruelty and sleep deprivation. True or false? <laughs> incorrect. True. <laughs> that was false. You are cor- you're incorrect, sir. Uh, it was actually David Letterman, right? That's right. So that's how you got him. Yeah. Right, that was a good one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's go uh, next over to Sandra. Ladies first in the hideout. Sandra, world, national, local, or sports? What would you like? Give me sports. All right, here's sports with douche. I'm mean, sorry, dough. <laughs> douche. Douche. How about just douche dough? I like that one. Do douche. Go ahead, buddy. I use douche dough. Sports is going to be guess who. Who? What team did base... Uh, it's not going to be guess who. It's going to be fill in the blank. Come on. Mistake number one. See? That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Easy to do. Strike what one. team did baseball player Johnny Damon of the former Red Sox sign with? Uh, Yankees. Jesus. That's right. You are a winner. Hang tight Congratulations. now. Congratulations. Here's what I think what's going to happen to Damon. I think he's going to have issues, and he's not going to be as popular because he can't be as furry playing for the Yankees. You're not, allowed, not? You're not allowed facial hair if you play for the yeah. Yankees. Clean cut. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's going to lose that Jesus appeal. Well, he he, has. yeah, he definitely has a unique look because of uh, the uh, hair he carries and uh, all that kind of stuff. So. All right, douche chill. <laughs> uh, Matt Albert wants to know if they called you the Hebrew hammer because of the, the way you'd bang the boards. <laughs> Is that funny? That's hilarious. That's a, My, mo- that's a movie title. Yeah, I know. Come on, guys. That's where it's from. Real original, Matt. <laughs> I'm Michael Nelson apparently loved it, so I, I don't know it, what so. you're doing. Uh, let's go over to Ryan next up in the hideout. You ready, Ryan? Right now, he's being the Hebrew hack. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right, here we go. I love world, that, too. World, national, or local? What do you want, my friend? Uh, let's go world. All right, here's world news with uh, Dow. World is true or false. Bird flu shows resistance to Tamiflu. False. Incorrect. And I like the voice uh. crack. It's actually true. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert says mistake number two of the former Red Sox. Mm. So he says bad grammar. Mistake number two, according to Matt Albert. Two mistakes. Four oh seven nine. Mistake number one for Matt: eating constantly and becoming a huge fat ass. <laughs> one against Matt. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, it, I'm it, one it's for still, Matt. You, it's still two to one. You. <laughs> mistake number two for Matt: balding at age 21. All right, we got a tie game. All right, tie. Mistake number three: falling asleep at his one chance at sex. When did that happen? I don't know. That's that happened point. here when you set him up on the date. Oh, I remember yeah. that, Matt. You goofy bastard. All right, here we go. Let's move on. Stop. It's not about. It's not the Matt Albert time. It's the douche chill time. Chris, you're next up. You want national or local? Let's go with local, please. All right, here's local. Local is going to be true or false. Uh, state officials say the second leg of the commuter rail is going faster than expected and will be finished early. True or false? Let's hope false. That is correct. All right. Oh, I hung up on him. Call back. You're a winner. I won't know who it is. It's actually, they're running two years late. All right, where's the commuter uh, 
rail coming up through? Well, the, the first leg is actually... Uh, yeah, get the map out. I had a, a, a way to have down. all of the information readily well, I only available. have so much room on this stupid You mean like the monorail type? <laughs> is that they're building that now? I, I heard there was going to be one from Tampa to Orlando. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Oh, you want to talk on the mic? Uh, the first phase is... is that is, rule number one of the Jewish humor, is to not talk on the mic that's part of the comedy? <laughs> to fade away. Uh, Kissimmee <laughs> to Poinciana. Where? Kissimmee and Poinciana is the second phase. What's the first phase? Orlando to Poinciana. Where's that at? Where's Poinciana? Poinciana is a... Pol- I thought that was Pol- a uh, type of flower or plant. It's Poinciana. Oh. Very uh, dangerous to cats. Let's go to Rick's. Rick's, you ready to play? All right, hold on a second. Uh, Matt Albert has more mistakes. Mistake number <laughs> oh, three man. for Deuce Drill, having a having the back hair of a bear cub. Tie Ooh. game again, 3-3. Three, three. And mistake number four, using three, a voice three. that sounds like a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> and number four. Yeah. All right. Uh, match set point. All right, Rick, so you ready? Yeah. All right, you love with National. Here we go. Yeah, Matt still lives at home. I win. I, do the game, please. <laughs> what did he even say? Left with national. National is going to be multiple choice. It's, there's no A, B, C, or D. Remember that. Fair enough. A man accused of raping seven girls and women in Miami escaped from jail by crawling through the ceiling vent and climbing off the roof using bed sheets, hiding in the laundry cart, digging out of his cell with a spoon, Matt would be eating with it, or hiding inside a trash can. Hiding inside a, lo- a trash can. Incorrect. He actually crawled through the ceiling vent and then down the roof, tying bed sheets together. And this was in Miami? In Miami. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you could give him a grade, Michael Nelson, as far as entertainment goes on the game show, what would you give uh, Deuce Chill? I, I would say it. And I w- First of all, not prepared. I'm sorry. But no maps on the monorail. And- right. Um, <laughs> and that's what we, we need yeah, maps on the radio. You've got to be prepared. Doing everything at the same time. You've got to be prepared. Um, and a little little quicker next time. Yeah, anticipate. Yeah. I say uh, F. F. F? At some F point it'll get Fat back. Matt Albert. All right. Okay, that, that's, that was second grade. I'm taking a point away. Yeah, point away for, for uh, killing, overkilling a joke. Ooh. All right. Sorry, guys. And if any of uh, Doe's class is listening, call in. We'd like to... Yeah, I'd also we'd like to hear. Well, you want to hear what, how much of a stud I was? What you've learned? <laughs> uh, we're talking about you teaching. Either way, stud. <laughs> what the? All right. Let's... Dill, how old are these kids that you teach? Or is it like a? Is like, it... is it little kids or? No, it's not little kids. Oh, sorry. I just, <laughs> just that's all. All right, hold on. Let's go to John. John's been holding. John, you're in the hideout. We got John. Yeah, I just caught wind that Mike was going to be on, and I know these kids, too, from, from back in the day up in Maitland. Oh, awesome. you know Mike and the Stud? All right. Mike and the Stud. Uh, Mike up? Nelson and uh, MikeNelsonComedy.com. What do you think, uh, John? So far, so good. I'm waiting to hear his bit, and I'm trying to figure out why Doe hasn't gone back there yet and slapped that fat kid. All right, why haven't you gone to slap Chunks yet? You know what? Let's take a break and come back and talk about what the yelling match was between uh, Deuce Chill and Chunks during the break, and we'll also talk more to Michael Nelson about what it's like living in L.A. as a comedian. We'll take a break. Excellent. We'll come back. It's a hideout, real radio. And make sure you get the winners, too. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, real radio, 104.1, live Wednesday night. Tomorrow night, last live show for the year. Open door policy tomorrow, too. So come on up and hang out. Uh, reminder, I will be out 
at the Phantom Fireworks, uh, December uh, 30th of Friday, from 2 to 4, South Atlantic, uh, South Atlantic. Uh, in Daytona Beach. Phantom Fireworks, greatest fireworks products uh, available. Now through January 2nd, you buy one individual item, you get a second free. Uh, fireworks.com for the info. And again, I'll be out for my first time in Daytona. Uh, coming up on uh, Friday the 30th. Uh, comedian Michael Nelson hanging out with us in the hideout. Uh, MichaelNelsonComedy.com. So you Ooh. grew up here in the area, and now you're out in L.A. Who are you running into out in L.A.? Well, Ellie's the comedy scene out there is pretty cool because I mean that's where every like major person works on their acts and, yeah. and they and they live you know and I've been fortunate enough to see like guys like Robin Williams and Chris Rock and guys like that especially before the Oscars when when Chris hosted the Oscars you know they come there to like work on their material and he's working on his monologue like every night just sitting on a stool with a piece of paper just reading off the sheet of paper. Now, I noticed you were carrying around the notebook. Is that where all the jokes and the beginnings for the jokes, like, start right there? Pretty much, yeah. I, I always have this thing with me, and it's just random. A lot, a lot of times, like, when I come up with humor, it's it's always at... It happens, like, in three places, either in the shower, right before I go to sleep, or in the car. Right. And so a lot of times the I'm writing... The place where it's the hardest to write down anything. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, like, writing... I've, I've run out of the shower before and scribbled something, but it's like I'm, I'm writing on my arm, I'm writing on the back of receipts, um, and then it, it finds its way back to this book, and then it just kind of goes from there. Dubs, you tried can around a notebook for a little while, didn't, didn't you? Didn't go well. Yeah? I can't I can't keep track of anything. And then, it ends up, then it ends up like, okay, I, I'm going to just tear out one sheet. Yeah. And then I have a whole thing of just loose paper right. with me, and I, I can't handle it. Now, what if you, like, uh, maybe you set up a certain time, I'm going to sit down at the end of the week and uh, type everything out. That would work if I was uh, any little bit organized and uh, kept any kind of schedule. How about a voice recorder? You want to try one That's of those? That's good. That works. I could try a voice I got recorder. one you gave me for Christmas two years ago, and I haven't even opened it yet. It's still in my I'm trunk. I'm sure you haven't. <laughs> No, it's. It, I mean, if you look in this my notebook, it looks like Sanskrit. I mean, I got stuff written all in the margins. Like sometimes I got to sit here and, yeah, and think to myself, what, like, what is this? What, what was I talking about? It tried, like, it's like that Seinfeld episode where he literally wakes up in the middle of the night, writes something down. The whole episode is about him trying to figure out what it was. Right, right. And then That's in exactly the end, he's like, is. oh, honey, this wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah, you can see it from here. It looks just like beautiful mind type stuff. Nothing it's, in any kind of order. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's all it's all over the place, and I it's. I, I sometimes I have I still don't remember what stuff meant that I wrote down in this book. I'm just I, it'll pop to me later, I guess. Now, now. The, Michael was uh, telling me uh, genuinely questioning you, Dushil, teaching Jewish humor and what is Jewish humor. And this is something we tried to get from you the that very actually, first night we met you. I'm just curious. I, yeah, that was how I met you guys actually, and you loved it. So um, is there like an equation to it, or like how do you? No, what it what it goes, it, it just entails uh, humor that is characteristically Jewish. So like, they, so when I think Jewish, I think like the whiny voice and yeah, and that would be uh, a lesson number three. No, All it's right. not a lesson, but I mean that, that's not what it's about. It shows certain certain ty- like uh, self, uh, you know, when you're making making fun of yourself a lot, self-deprecating humor. Right. That that that's a Jewish humor in a sense. Oh, okay. Um. So when I. Teaching make people. fun of myself. I am doing a form of Jewish humor. Running yeah. a Jewish bit. And you're head of the class. In a lot of ways. <laughs> because the humor originates from that reason because they've been oppressed uh, for a very long time. Right, this I, I isn't funny. Okay. This I call, is sad, actually. I call it yeah. black humor. <laughs> yeah, the mood just... <clears throat> What's uh, that? I call it black humor. Black humor? Well, they were, they were oppressed, too. Yeah. 
So yeah, but I'm, who was doing the comedy first? All right, now you're going to turn it into a racial war. That's no. why it's tough to be a white comedian. <laughs> nothing to bitch That's, about. I'm not a comedian. Now, that was the other thing that Michael wanted me to ask, ask about, too, was um, are you doing stand-up, and where are you? how are you qualified to teach Jewish humor? Because as far as we found out, you're not funny. Well, I, I see the, the degree on the wall, but... <laughs> Guys, it's not Jewish stand-up Those comedy. Those are just phone numbers, It's actually. not Jewish oh, okay. stand-up comedy by any means. It's actually means. the map we're looking for. for Is that. it the history? It's history, and it goes into why they came about and showing jokes that are Jewish that wouldn't apply to certain, and how some apply to, for instance, some Jewish jokes apply with, like, uh, Irish jokes, because they're similar, but they don't apply to everything. Is it like the history of Jewish humor? Like you talk about like the, the Jewish people were traveling and some guy was on the path and he told a joke and then that's where it all started. Or is I mean it's like are you studying the history of it or Yeah, it's it's more historical and it, and it and it examines the culture <laughs> and shows why certain jokes work with Jews and not others. Chapter it... chapter 5 the shellfish like stuff like that. <laughs> I haven't taught this for over a year so oh, okay. I mean I just... <laughs> All right, uh, comedian Michael Nelson hanging out in the hideout. Michael Nelson. Alive. Uh, Michael Nelson Comedy.com. All right, Matt Albert's like, oh, I guess I'm Jewish then if it's with the self-deprecating stuff. And all right, Matt wants to know, how, like, how many jokes do you write in a given week, or is it even like on a joke quota, or is it more about not even writing like one-liners, but more about like stories with yeah. punchlines, that kind of stuff? My, I guess the, like, I'm not, I'm not a, the type of, like, a lot of comedians will get there and just do like premise punchline, premise punchline. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. I, I I kind of attribute myself to like someone like the same style as like you know David Cross or those guys that like, get up and they kind of just talk. Right. Like when I'm when I'm first honing a joke, I get up there and I just talk it out, and I circle what's funny and I build from that. I don't really have too many short punchy stuff. It's more of like I, I like to have a conversation with the audience. It's more long form than the the quick uh, hit them fast. Now, exactly. Yeah. 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 Deuce chill. Is that Jewish or not? I don't know. <laughs> you teach the class. How can't you know? It's not stand-up comedy. Hmm. It's humor. Oh. There's a difference. There's two separate things. There's humor and there's stand-up comedy. What is it? Are, are they learning to write it and perform it, or to just apply it to no, their everyday? No, we go over certain jokes and we would talk about. I, why you got to give work. me an example, dude. You oh, know what? I'll, tomorrow I'll bring it. No, up. no, no, no. Do an example tonight here. with Michael Nelson. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. The class isn't me telling jokes. By the way, I let's get a link on that on uh, on our hideout page on RoboRadio.fm. I think you're imagining a oh. class that is not what it is. It's not me up there pretending to be a comedian. I see you pacing hey! back and forth, hands behind your back, right. giving lessons. I print out stuff, and I give it to them. Now, does this take place? Like, is, is it, it a classroom or at your place? No, it's an actual... It doesn't exist <laughs> anymore. I taught this a year ago. Oh, okay. So you, all you do is hand out dittos. You did nothing else. I want to do that. No, that's not true. We discuss things. Hmm. Anyone who had a joke was allowed to tell it. Is it like a linguistics class where you're breaking down the sentence? Like, okay, this is more yeah. Jewish. This could pay, be a little bit more like Muslim. Is it like breaking down a word? You, it well. sounds like you're like a therapist because you're just teaching people what's wrong with them, <laughs> like self-deprecation. Right. That, that's not. That was only one thing. I was just. I was like, you go them. make fun of your ears. I was citing an example. <laughs> Like you have big ears. You make fun of your ears. You go for your face. Yeah, who's going to come to the front of, cl- front of the class and make fun of their clothes today? Thank you, teacher. Your shoes are pretty funny. You should make fun of those. Well, go. Make fun of them. <laughs> no, I'm I, saying literally, jackass. Right, how do you handle hecklers, Michael? I mean, when you get in somewhere and somebody... Because it always happens there. Oh, I mean, do you oh. have standbys or you just roll with it? Um, I already heard that one. I don't... 
I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I didn't know where they came from. I don't like. I I never have like a standby thing. You just as you do it, you you kind of learn how to deal with them. And I mean, it, after you do it for a while, you get the worst, and you you realize that. Um, and I realize there's a bit going on over here, but right. Um, See, that's Jewish humor. Yeah, I'll ignore it, like I'm doing now. Or normally they're drunk, and for, I don't know how this works out in comedy, but always the heckler is. They're wasted out of their mind, and they're wearing like a Hawaiian T-shirt, or something's wrong with their clothing. <laughs> I, I don't know how this happens. It's a right. break in nature, but a big cowboy hat or something. You can pretty yeah. much tell them just by what they look like out in the crowd. Exactly, going to be a problem. Yeah, and so, and it, I don't know how it works out like that, but they're they usually you have the microphone and you go after them. Our Matt so. Albert is wondering in this self-deprecating part of the Jewish humor, <laughs> like, have you ever said this? Ha ha ha! You've got a limp riff on that. Like just about making fun of your, uh, your your own handicaps. Is that something that you teach? Like you're in a wheelchair. What? Go with the what? wheelchair bit. Yeah. Like fall out of your wheelchair, which is very Jewish, by the way. I I don't even know what anyone's talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so thrown. All right, we'll take a break. <laughs> we got him. Uh, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Let me ask you: Has this been your worst hour in the hideout? No, every hour is good in the hideout. <laughs> you seem to be, this is like the most uncomfortable you've ever been, douche chill. <laughs> and most upset. I'm not upset anymore, I'm having a good time back Am I here. having the effect? I don't, I don't mean to... No, it's, it, honestly... Do you want Michael to leave? No. You asking him to leave now? Uh-huh. I want him to come in tomorrow night also. What? <laughs> Actually, you're welcome if you want to just come hang out. I have no problem with that. Hey, there'll be chicks here tomorrow night, I'm going to bring some. I would Are love you really? to. See, and now... Actually, now, I don't know. Now you I, got me. They'll probably just belittle me in front of them, too. All right, let's yeah. take a break. We'll come probably. back. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. If you have any questions about Jewish humor, uh, we have the expert, Deuce Childerone, who's here I'm to help. I'm an expert. You guys say I'm an expert. I you don't. taught it. You taught it. That makes you a professional. Okay, so are you, you a professional? What did you teach at that place? Uh, cool Edit Pro. All uh, right, are you a professional? Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll take a break. Got we'll come Cool back. Edit Pro questions. Uh... <laughs> Give Hefe a call. It's a hideout okay. roll radio. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what uh, <clears throat> what they all mean. How to normalize. It's a hideout roll radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout roll radio 104.1. I'll have been J-Dubs live on a Wednesday night. Tomorrow night is uh, the last hideout for the year, 2005. Michael Nelson, michaelnelsoncomedy.com, Central Florida native. Living out in L.A., doing some stuff. I, I, we're talking about some stuff during the break that's going to interest you, Dubs. Oh, yeah? Um, first, we'll go to Dan in Orlando. You're in the hideout. We got Dan. What's going on, hideout? Yo, dope. Uh, I had a couple quick questions mm-hmm. about Cool Edit. The first one was, do you guys prefer <laughs> using the old Cool Edit Pro, or have you upgraded to Adobe Audition? Now, here's the thing. For the most part, Adobe Audition 1.0 and the old Cool Edit Pro... Essentially the same program. I like to go old school with it. I like doing the old stuff. Okay, that's cool. I'm more <laughs> familiar with that myself. The <laughs> second question was, right. um, what effect are you using on your voice right now? Is that uh, the reverb preset or the homo preset? Uh, both. No- normally it goes with <laughs> the both. It's the one and the same. Sometimes the, uh, the flanger also works real well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the dynamic processing. 
Don't forget to uh, hard limit and normalize, mm-hmm. too. Uh, 407 916 All right, Michael Nelson's here. And you've you've uh, written for some television shows, too? Yeah, I've just like, done like story editing, kind of freelance writing around, stuff like that. Now, here's we were talking during the break, like, what are our favorite shows? Uh, you know, I love The Daily Show, mm-hmm. uh, Arrested yeah. Development, The Office. And, you know, we were talking about Arrested Development and how it, you know, it sucks that it keeps getting pulled... This, that, and the other, because it's almost, and it's hard to think that it's smart comedy, but yeah. it, I mean, it, I mean, it is. And you were saying during some of these writers' meetings, there was a specific thing you guys would go for. Yeah, it's like e- everything that, like the filter, I guess, what at our meetings the executive would say. The, all, the final question was, will the Midwest audience get this? And it's almost like that makes sense. You yeah. have to dump down and kind of mainstream everything. You know, for the Midwest, um, for rural America, more right, than even right. just the Midwest. I mean, there are parts of Florida, there are parts uh, of, of New York, Michigan, you know, uh, even California, where maybe are more rural, and you have to get those people to buy into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Like, to me, it's maddening that American Idol is number one. Because yeah. it's karaoke. <laughs> I mean, that is going on at every single bar in America. And it's the biggest like, bar night for them usually, too, though. And that's easy to follow because, you know, like ratings, I mean, that controls everything. Right. That's all they care about. And, and you know, they're always thinking about they want to squeeze every rating point out. And they want to con- confuse anybody because, I mean, you know, there's that guy down in the Midwest or the South like, what the hell is this, you know, and just right. turning the channel once you, we, the second you lose them. And then, and then you'll never get them back either. Yeah, and then that's point. it. They're, they've labeled that show and that's done. And how that's do, the way they think. How do you get into saying, hey, uh, I'm going to do some freelance writing for some shows and stuff? It's all uh, the way that... Like Los Angeles works, it's just all in who you know. It's getting your name out there, meeting people, and then just letting people know, hey, this is what I want to do, you know. And it's, an, it's all in who you know, networking. Who are some of the big names that you know that you're hanging out with? You got any like big time friends? Are you are you to that point yet? Uh, I'm, I'm. It's like no one I'm really hanging out with, but like I said before, I've I've gotten to meet guys like Robin Williams, Chris Rock, sit down and talk sh- shop with them. Um, I've you know I met Dane Cook. I met him a couple of times. You just you see these guys out and about. David Tell, you know, um, Kevin James. You just mm-hmm. it's like you're always rubbing shoulders with these guys. Now, when you're sitting there, maybe, and you're coming from Maitland, you're going out to L.A. How long you been in L.A.? Uh, a little over two years now. So you're out in L.A. and it's like you've seen Chris Rock all over television. You've seen him in the movie. You've seen him doing everything. And then you're standing there face-to-face with Kid Rock talking about comedy. Chris Rock. I mean, Chris Rock. Or Kid yeah. Rock. And you're talking about how you miss <laughs> Joe C. Um, but you're sitting here talking to, uh, that, to Chris Rock. Is it surreal that you're having a conversation about comedy with a Chris Rock or a Absolutely. Dane Cook? Absolutely. The, well, the first thing you always notice with anybody you see on television, you meet them in person, is that they're they're so short. Yeah, they're much shorter they're, than uh, yeah. advertised. They are. They are so short. And so it's like you know, someone like Chris Rock, like you're, they're shorter, like he's shorter than me, and I'm talking to him, and like yeah, the whole time they're talking, you're like I cannot believe this is happening, like this is amazing. The odd thing is the people you think would be tall are always short, and like when I first saw uh, like Conan O'Brien on TV, I thought yeah. he would be a short guy. He just looks like a little redhead short guy, right? But I guess he's a beast. Yeah, he's yeah, tall, he's huge, like six five or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big guy. And, um, you know, that's an interesting point, too, about you see these guys and you're looking down at Chris Rock. And is that part of the whole perception of, you know, being on stage and, you know, you're kind of bigger than life when you're mm-hmm. on stage? Yeah. Just the camera makes you, 
Makes you bigger. I mean, it's, do you want to punch Chris Rock and be just like, hey, I could kick your ass, and you know, I'm gonna give up on the <laughs> just, comedy, but just, just say, hey, I punch Chris Rock in the face. I mean, that could be a good bit. That could be a good bit. I'd be like, hey, I was trying to make it out in L.A. when I was going uh, in the early days, and <laughs> yeah, I said, I you know what? Chris Rock. I punched him in the throat just to teach him who's boss. I mean, hey, I'm bigger than you, and he'll always remember that I beat up Chris Rock. Who's midget is Tom Cruise. Yeah, I've heard that. Was he like five three, five four, something like that? Tiny wears like these little stilt shoes. He's and, so tiny. And here's the funny thing, too, about Tom Cruise, and you see him. You see him in the pictures with Katie Holmes, and you look at Katie Holmes, and you're like, she's got to be enormous. I mean, she's got to be like 6'7", yeah. because she towers over him. Yeah. And then as it turns out, no, uh, she's like maybe 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, exactly, yeah. But she literally looks like she's a, a foot taller than he is. Uh, it, she, like he's walking around with some sort of a giraffe or something. Well, girls liking tall guys, I think, is a complete myth. I mean, uh, you got Prince, who's just a tiny guy, and girls dig him. Tom Cruise, where right. he can get any girl he wants. It's not really the height thing that everybody always tells you. No, that's true. Tommy Bateman, uh, yeah. our director, is a poon hound, and he's 5'5". 5'5 five five. Oh, five five or 5'4"? 6'2". <laughs> All right. Radio 6-2. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take a break from talking to a Michael Nelson comedian here in the hideout. And uh, go to our hideout news director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. How y'all doing tonight? How are you, Sir Gary? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, what's in the news? Well, what's the news? Uh, well, um, uh, they, 19 people got killed in a plane crash in oh, Miami. No. Yeah, I heard about that. Yes, sir. Did you hear about the three people who said they had an odd feeling and didn't want to get on the plane? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Are you praying for them? I'm praying for everybody. That's good. Do you think that all the people in the plane crash went to heaven? I don't really know. I leave that to Jesus. Yeah, the that's one that knows. Yeah. no. Well, I thought it was Saint Pete. If you were Jesus, would you let them in? Uh, yes, sir. You need to let everybody. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, so, Gary, what else is going on in the news, my friend? I see. Uh, well, um. Uh, Anytime. I, I can't think of nothing right now. Nah, that's right. There's really nothing uh, else yeah, going on. Hey, so Gary. That's the only thing. You sound a little down. Are you okay? I'm okay. I just had to take my teeth out of my mouth. Oh, oh, that's what it is. How many uh, how many real teeth do you have left? Uh, none. Oh, wow. Oh, man. You speak really well for having no real teeth left. Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all speak real good, too. Y'all doing a tremendous job on the radio. Well, thank we're you. trying. Hey, what's coming up? Uh, you're not going to be at church on Sunday, but uh, no, are you going to be at a special service on Saturday night? Uh, no, sir. I'm going to be at my uh, sister's. Sister's house in Old Coe for Christmas. Uh, I mean, Koei. did you get her anything for Christmas? Um, no, sir, not yet. I'm gonna get, get her some handkerchiefs and stuff like that. Here's all you need to get her: prayers. Yes, sir. Prayers. You just get her prayers and she'll be happy. Yeah, the ultimate guy, gift. His name is prayers. God for They're hard to wrap though. Yeah, wow. a gift card for prayers. Uh, so Gary, I want you to have an outstanding holiday if we don't talk to yeah, you tomorrow. Same thing. God bless you. Have a good evening. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. That's all what I'm gonna man. do from now on. Just hand out prayer vouchers. <laughs> yeah, this is good for one prayer. <laughs> one prayer. That's a great gimmick, man. Especially because we're poor mm-hmm. right yeah. now. And we just go around and say, I prayed for you. What else do you And want? no one will say, what is this? It'll be disrespectful. Yeah, and yeah, it's like buying a star from someone, for someone. No one likes it, but they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. hey. It's All like, right, thank you. Which one was it again? Point it out. I could have bought you a lottery ticket for a million dollars, but instead I prayed for you to win a million dollars. <laughs> and that's just as good. Just uh, as effective. Yeah. Yeah, you better. Ch- it's probably just as good a shot, actually, <laughs> when you really think about it. All right, uh, let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. And um, we'll go through the top, um, the top ten items of the year as uh, Michael Nelson hanging out with us. 
And uh, hopefully he's going to stop by tomorrow, too, just hanging out in the hideout. According to the media, the top news stories of 2005, and we'll also get uh, Michael's thoughts on these as well. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. Quick break, come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Happy and Dubs. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. The link uh, is up to uh, michaelnelsoncomedy.com on the hideout page, homeroadradio.fm, right there on the front. Um, as uh, Originally from Orlando, uh, out in L.A. now, doing the comedy thing, Michael Nelson. Actually, uh, with the school douche chill, knows douche's brother. I mean, Doe's brother. He knows the whole family. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Tommy's busy over there playing with his doll. All right, on Heretics... Uh, it's an action figure. On hideoutheretics.net, they've posted the pictures of Putin and uh, Thomas from Chronicles of Narnia, and people are saying they don't see the resemblance. You're crazy. It looks exactly like Putin, our former intern. This Thomas guy does. you got to look in the face. And here's the problem. They have the picture of Putin without the facial hair. Ah, uh, yeah, you need the facial hair. The facial hair is the uh, clincher in that one. Especially now, it's uh, it's so there. All right, Dubs, uh, a couple of things I wanted to go through. The five best unconventional holiday rentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trapped in Paradise is number five. I don't even know what Trapped in Paradise was. It's from 94. Uh, Trapped in Paradise had, who did that have in it? That had uh, Nicolas Cage, I believe. Tommy, do you know anything about this one? Michael, do you know anything? I almost want to say uh, it was Angelina Jolie. No, I think it's uh, Nicolas Cage. Is, that, is this a plane crash type thing? or? No, I don't think so. It's a Christmas oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 with uh, oh. Oh, what's the John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah, Dana Carvey yeah. was in it too. They like escaped from prison or something mm-hmm. and they robbed a bank and then yeah. they ended up giving it back because the small town embraced them. Of course. It was so touching and how many times has that gimmick been run in Hollywood? Yeah, the one, I, uh, <laughs> I think like two years ago. I watched this uh, this really bad Christmas movie back to back with Tony Danza. It's called Stealing Christmas. I don't know if anybody else got to see it. He was uh, going to a small town to rob a bank, and he ended up working in the town. I think uh, his agent called that um, stealing a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> and to, and it will even like one of my favorite movies, is Leap of Faith, where um, Steve Martin Steve Martin goes yeah. into the town with his traveling. Okay, it, Nicholas Cage is in it apparently. Hmm. Nick Cage, yeah, Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. Um, but he goes and he gets to know the people in the town and this, that, and the other, and that's what turns them around. The crook turned good. Does that piss you off being out in Hollywood, too, where you're seeing a whole bunch of the same stuff getting recycled over and over again? Yeah, because it's, you know, it's a safe thing to do. Like They the, know it worked once feels. before. Yeah, exactly. They just they know, they know it'll work. They know people... You know, it will just keep coming. That's why. Doing it. That's why you see so many uh, movies just relying so much on the uh, CGI and everything right now because right. people will go out and see the crazy movie with all the crazy effects right now. Yeah, just go, the the mind can, or the uh, eye candy essentially. Yeah, don't worry about storyline. Just go completely or CGI. Acting sometimes yeah. too. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four, Gremlins. Because I forgot right? about the fact of, that yeah. it was uh, it happened right around Christmas. Mm-hmm. The, the whole setting was around Christmas. Number three, the ref. That had uh, um, what's his name? Just the Dennis Leary. Leary. Dennis Leary, yeah. Was Kevin Spacey in that too? I believe so. Hmm. I don't even remember that one. All right, these are the five best unconventional holiday rentals. Number two, Ernest Says Christmas. Oh, the best Ernest ever. 
Ah. Uh, no, the best one was when he summer died. Summer camp was good. And the prison one was pretty good, too. I thought oh, the, the shower pr- scene was great. <laughs> I thought the prison one was the best. Actually, I just paced his head over uh, Ed Norton in American History Action Act like that's the uh, movie I'm watching. Burn! <laughs> and Bad Santa's number one. To me, that's one of my favorite movies ever anyway. Yeah, I love uh, Bad Santa. Now, what's your favorite holiday movie? You got one? My favorite holiday movie... Um, it, Mine is Bad Santa, I think. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like Bad Santa just because it's not overplayed yet. Uh, they they overplay, like, you know, A Christmas Story and all those ones so much that you can't like them anymore. Because A Christmas Story is a great movie, but it's played way too much. Yeah, yeah I don't think yeah, it is. I like National Lampoons. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I like that one. Christmas Vacation? A classic, yeah. I'd have to say my favorite is Jack Frost, but not the Jack Frost with Michael Keaton in it, the horror one. That takes place at Christmas time. It's about a snowman that's somehow a serial killer, and he kills everyone. And and there's one scene where he goes in the bathtub, and he turns his uh, carrot nose into a dugan, and uh, he uses it with Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, it's, what? Yeah, it's pretty Whoa, funny. What was it? Oh, and he man. has sex with her. Yeah, and it's the wow. funniest, like cheesiest thing in the world. Huh, Dubs you're doing would, it no Dubs would love it. <laughs> I mean, like it's one of the movies that Dubs would like because it's just so cheesy and bad. See, I like the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, that was a really good movie until he turned into a snowman. I, I had no idea what I was watching. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then you're like, this is just stupid. Yeah. Or what about like some of the standbys, like uh, the Santa Claus? Oh. No? Or Jingle All the Way with the governor? By the way, how stupid do you feel now living in a uh, state where Arnold Schwarzenegger is your governor? And then, oh, dude, don't and, give me started. And we, you were probably out there with the, when the whole Tukey thing was going down, too, right? Yeah, it was um, when I was getting there, Schwarzenegger was going to be governor. Uh, everything was on fire, and every grocery store was on strike. Wow. So I was like, wow, what a time to... To move here, this, was, is, this is awesome. It was a great, uh, a great time to be in LA. It's good times, yeah. And uh, ironically enough, though, I think I'd rather be out in California, where uh, Arnold's the governor, as opposed to having Jeb uh, being yeah. our governor here in Florida. Yeah, no, it's a push. Um, how about Elf? You like Elf or no? Is I've it... never seen Elf. I haven't seen it either. I think it's, I think it's great. It's like the most wholesome movie possible, and it's still hilarious. It really is funny. What, you don't like it, Deuce? No, I actually got a little teary-eyed during it. Really? At the very end when everyone's singing. Is it a funny movie? Don't ruin it. It's supposed to be funny? Dump it. Come on, why would you ruin it? So many people get Who hasn't seen it? It's out on TV. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. We have two guys right here in the studio. Now I can't see it. Yeah. Because at home right now, I was going to go home and watch after this. And they're going to go home. when they're singing. Yeah. And then that's when they're singing, that's when you're supposed to tear up. Did you tear up? No, of course not. I'm not a fruit. I'm not now. I can admit that I'm in touch with my feminine side. A true man can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I still love the end. That's that's to me. That's the highlight of the hideout for 2005. (laughs) That drop right there. That was nice. It is funny. Double shot power. Retro (laughs) rewind. Um, yeah, homo. All right, Matt Albert says Chunks' favorite movie is Jack Frosted on my face. Aww. <laughs> is that really Chunks? Man, you're cream know. pie. Yeah. No, no it's not. Hmm. Not my favorite. Any holiday movie you're hating, like it's on this time? Oh, mm-hmm. actually, you know what? I got to say, Bad Santa, uh, second favorite. My favorite is Scrooge. That's just what I was yeah, about to say. Funny. That to me is the best holiday movie. Yeah. 
I, I, I think beyond a shadow of a doubt. Bill Murray, just a genius. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah. Do you guys like any of the older ones, maybe? like um, Not interested. All right. No. Like White Christmas, <laughs> I think, was on the other day. Yeah, White Christmas. I didn't even know that was like... Or like It's a Wonderful know. Life. No. Oh. no. I don't like it. Black and white. How about Home Alone? Oh. I guess when I was 10. If you watch it yeah. still today, it's, uh, it's still good. Does it's it hold good? up? I yeah. think I just lose uh, interest. Yeah. Christmas Story. That's another... That's yeah, I've already said that. Yeah, we already talked about that yeah. 10 minutes ago. Producer. <laughs> I was Henry. Good job all over. It screwed that. up, by the way. Tonight might uh, sound a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Tommy. <laughs> or, uh, Tommy, hey, you're in the heart. Hey, dude. Hey, all the home alone's. So, all good ones. No, right. not all of them. All right, even uh, oh, the last one ain't a good one. Yeah, I didn't have Macaulay the first in it. Two are good. All right, who was the new kid that they had in there instead of Macaulay? Was it like a famous actor? Um, he still does some kid stuff now, but so he's, nothing big. No, <laughs> no, he's never broke through. How about the old specials? Like on Saturday night, I think all the specials were on Rudolph. The claymations, uh, they creep me out. It just bores me now. All right, yeah. No one wants a Frank in the box. Yeah. Tommy says Planet Jasmine is good. Yeah, it's a Jasmine St. Clair gangbang. I think it, it takes place during the summer, but I think at one point she puts a Santa hat on. So That counts. Yeah, I mean, that's close enough. Absolutely. Everyone's happy at the end. <laughs> yeah, it is the season. No, it's a happy ending. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> More of the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'll have in J-Dubs. Uh, we're live with you. 407 916 I got that scene, apparently. Of the uh, Jack Frost banking, uh, banging Shannon Elizabeth in the bathtub. Whoa. Come on over and look at it. Michael yeah, Nelson, comedian, is here. Um, his webpage is on uh, the hideout page on realradio.fm. <laughs> oh, man. Are her hands going through the snow? I guess it looks like it, yeah. You think the whole time Chunks was thinking about eating the carrot? Matt Albert actually sent that over. Yeah, what happened was that he he froze over her so she couldn't move. So he's kind of like forcing. Yeah, he's kind of like forcing her himself on her. Yeah, it doesn't look at all consensual. Well, rape's yeah. a cold, cold thing. Uh, That's tough. Fly uh, says, how about the new Miracle on 34th Street? The little girl is hot. I I don't even. I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to read that. <laughs> wow. And focus, personal email. Focusly says, how about toys? With Robin Williams. Oh, I never was a Toys fan. Yeah, it was weird. I don't remember that one. Freaked me out. Who oh, wasn't was LL uh, Cool J in it? Yeah, LL Cool J was in it. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can remember. Uh, Weston in Orlando in the hideout. What you got, Weston? Hey, did you guys ever see that movie, Catch Me If You Can? The yeah. Yep. It took, uh, it took place over like 10 years or something like that, but every single time it would switch a year, it would be on Christmas. Is that oh, with Leonardo I, DiCaprio? And uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never even realized that. I don't know if that... I guess that is an unconventional Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Right. When you think about it. Um, Just as much as Gremlins is. What about the Karate Kid? That, that I don't think there's anything to do with Christmas. That was in the middle of summer. <laughs> he threw a stupid bike in the trash. It was a stupid bike, though. Until Mr. Miyagi fixed it and put it back <laughs> on his doorstep. Then it was a perfectly stupid fine bike. bike? Was that one of the sadder moments of 2005, losing Mr. Miyagi? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh. A legend. Uh, Pat Morita, we did a movie with him. Now do you uh, 
Do you think he died from not being able to catch the fly in the chopsticks? I don't think. I think fixing that stupid bike. Uh, Put him in a body bag, Johnny. A body bag. <laughs> do you uh, you think if you're able to catch in heaven? I think chopstick? so. Yes. I would imagine that that's a skill that's required to get into heaven. Yeah, God everybody's would appreciate sit, that. Everybody's sitting outside the gates right now, and once they catch the fly, they can redeem it for a ticket into heaven. All right, I got to start practicing. Have you ever thought maybe that'd be kind of cool if you were like in an enclosed glass case? You know, sometimes they have it on those game shows mm-hmm. where all the money is flying out, but instead it's flies and you're capturing as many as you can with chopsticks. For everyone you can grab, you win a million dollars. And yeah, I let's say you have that. 45 seconds. Then you're gonna get them all in your nose. I wouldn't if they're anything. flying around. For a million dollars. I'd try it, but I don't mm. think that would happen. I, I think that's gonna end up on some reality show. <laughs> Imagine that's right. That that's a great idea. You're getting in. You can you take it if you want to. Take it back to I'm actually writing right now. Perfect. He's putting in his little notebook, Michael Nelson. And you have that glass case, and you just release a whole bunch of flies, and you have chopsticks. And for as many as you can catch, you win a million dollars. I don't no. think you can do it. 10000 for a fly, a million for a mosquito. All right, that's mm. just absurd. Come on, we're talking serious business. <laughs> Ozzy, Ozzy, Death in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Only 10 bucks for a ladybug. Greatest Christmas movie? That works. Mm-hmm. Die Hard. That is a good, oh. unconventional Christmas movie. It is. Nice job, man. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's odd to think uh, some of these, that they're, they are set around Christmas. You don't even think of that. Yeah, Die Hard. I haven't seen Die Hard in so it's been long. a long time. How about Fargo? Never seen it. Is that set around Christmas? Or that's just no, it's snow. really cold. Yeah, it's <laughs> like in Dakota or the Dakotas. Might count. Um... All right, here's dubs you found this, the holidays, the good, the bad, the ugly. The good, the drunken office spenders. The good parts of the, of the holidays? We enjoyed that. Yeah, we had fun at our, our office party. Uh, The good, the mistletoe. I don't like the mistletoe that much. The, I don't, I don't even understand it. All right, the good, peeing your name in the snow. I will say that, dubs. That's the one thing I miss about being up north is peeing in the snow. Yeah, I can never do the name thing, but it was always fun. Just like It's like uh, you're playing um, Battleship or something. You're just knocking out as much snow as you can with one shot. I remember at the uh, when, we were, when we were doing radio up in Michigan, and we had the bathroom right there. We would literally walk the extra two steps to go out by, behind the dumpster and go in the snow. Nothing makes you feel like more of a man than... <laughs> number one, urinating outside, and then number two, uh, you're smacking a woman. No, uh, <laughs> urinating. I feel pretty manly when I <laughs> in the snow. There's just something about it. Chunks, you agree? Haven't been from up north. Oh Probably yeah, definitely. You see the steam coming from it, and you're like, I am so connected to nature right now. I feel Beautiful. like a real man. You know, you just see the steam with boobs. <laughs> um, Add boobs in there, yeah. Uh, Tommy, you still do it outside here? Yeah, all the time. It's not the same, though. No. What do I care? Mm-mm. That's true. No Some homeless guy sitting there, whatever, wake him up. <laughs> John and Daytona, you're feeding him. John and Daytona, you're in the hideout. What you got, John? Have some water. Uh, happy holidays, fellas. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Hey, listen, uh, it's not too much of a Christmas story, but the Mothman prophecies. Now, oh, yeah? How many times did you have to watch it to get it? About ten. I'm still watching it to I get still it. But, you know, it, yeah. in the end, when the car goes off the bridge and right. all the Christmas presents are floating. Right. No, that's a, that's a good one. That's one that I didn't think about, that that one takes place during the holidays. Nice. Yes. By the way, John, I'm going to be out at, uh, he's in Daytona. I'm going to be at the Phantom Fireworks coming up Friday the 30th 
from two to four. I just want to push it a lot because we only have two yeah. live days left. And no. Unless you get it out now, you aren't going to get it out at all. By the way, right. the other voice you hear is Michael Nelson, Hello. comedian. Uh, Michael Nelson uh, Comedy dot com just hanging out. He's a uh, cent- native of Central Florida. Yes. And uh, out in L.A. doing the comedy stuff. Uh, Bugsy in Lake County here in the hideout. What you got, Bugsy? How are you, gentlemen? Hey, um, how about uh, Lethal Weapon? Oh, Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. Now that I think about, because I rem- the right? big scene yeah. at the end. And like I remember it being downstairs and like the Christmas tree and them yep. ending up in the front yep. yard. All right, that's that good hey, call there, Bugsy. Uh, even though it is the Christmas season, uh, Jimmy D is still gay. That's true. You're right. right. That, hey, have a good Happy New Year. And you too. Thank you. But he doesn't talk about it when uh, his parents are around over the holidays, so it kind of changes. All right, and the other um, good, as far as the holidays are concerned, primetime sports viewing. Mm-hmm. Because the NBA has got Spurs, Pistons, Lakers, Heat, and then there's football this year on Christmas too, right? Yep. Because it is on a Sunday. However, it's even better because on Saturday, Christmas Eve, there's a lot of football as well. You got a lot of football on Saturday. You got football and basketball on Sunday. Of course, you got the big budget movies, which are part of the good as far as the holidays are concerned. I find that being the bad. You end up getting a bunch of movies that are more geared to kids, more geared to families over the Christmas season. You really don't want to see as much. Actually, it looks like there's a great horror flick opening Christmas Day. You know uh, what? Oh, I, went I, saw, I, I went and saw the faculty on Christmas Day before. Right. No, they always what? do uh, throw out one uh, horror movie. It's supposed to be like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The sniper, like the... The people like uh, they exit the house, they're going down a road, and then he picks them off. It's, I think that's what I think it was. I, I think I saw that trailer. Mm. Yeah. What is that? What's the name of that movie? It looks really good. Uh, I think I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna get try to get caught up on my movies over the holidays. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Unconventional Christmas movies and the good, bad, and the ugly as far as the holidays go. We're uh, about to head into the bad. Uh, Zeon in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What you got? The long kiss, good night. The <laughs> long kiss, good night. Is that with Samuel Jackson and uh? Yes, exactly, exactly. And, and is it Gina Davis? I think it's. I think that's her name. And I telling you, I'm a huge Samuel Jackson fan, and I saw this, and that was one of the first movies that I saw of his that I hated. Oh, really? You didn't like it? It was awful. And I'm like, all right, now he's just taking any role. <laughs> Wolf Creek is the name of the. Uh, the name of that movie we were talking Wolf about, Creek. Michael. Oh, okay. I don't know what I that is. I haven't done a good uh, job of promoting the name of it at all, because I've, I've seen the trailer like three or four times, but I can remember the name. Mm-mm. I don't either. Wolf Creek. Um, that was Brokeback Mountain. No. That's pretty scary, isn't it? There's a lot of shooting going on in there, though. Different. People oh, my a, back! My eye. <laughs> Different kind of shooting. <laughs> uh, all right. Why are they always so tired after they shoot? That's what I don't understand. Let's take a break and we'll come back. They just want to sleep. They don't want to be left alone. <sighs> don't want to cuddle. We'll Exhausted come back now. with the bad and the ugly as far as the holidays concerned. Looks like they had a donut. I've only got one shot left. More of your phone calls. <laughs> my chamber's empty. And uh, we'll also be hanging out with uh, Michael my, Nelson, comedian here in the gun hideout. gun seems to have been broken. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Second to last show for the year of the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs. Um, I just got a message or a, a comment on MySpace from CJ, hair chick CJ, and um, she told me she's going Christmas shopping. 
getting some stuff for us. Oh, nice. That's nice. That's Thank sweet. you. And uh, I would like to uh, have all the heretics and heretics tomorrow. It's the final open door of the year. Uh, bring your pre- presents for us. And also, too, don't worry about rapping. And uh, actually, CJ, don't even worry about going out and getting me a present. Just ump- uh, uh, empty your underwear drawer into a <laughs> duffel bag and hand it over to me. I'll have my face buried in it the whole rest of the show. That's good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. She's so hot. Um, 407-916-1041. Yeah, you betcha. You're welcome. I'll leave the show with chap lips. Uh, Mayhem says, all right, this is actually movie phones, um, synopsis of Brokeback Mountain. Two cowboys, Heath Ledger and Jake, uh, Gyllenhaal, wrangle each other rather than, rather than cattle. That's Aww. the way it's on, wow. uh, Sounds sweet. Phone. I'm gonna go see it. I, uh, I think you should go with me, Dubs. You guys and, have fun. And we're sitting next to each other. <laughs> Okay, Tommy says, here's what the hideout really needs if the heretics want to step up. And this is actually real. A CD folder for the mixtape CDs. That's actually something the show could really use. And I'm getting called uh, That's good advice. names because I'm going to go see Brokeback Mountain. I'm, th- I'm telling you, I think it's going to be What kind fun. of names could they ever call you? Yeah. Mo. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially it. All right, here's the bad as Fabulous. far as the holidays are concerned. Uh, the Retail Madness. Mm-hmm. I went shopping Saturday morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, this last go-round. Easy. Yeah, you just can't go during the uh, the rush times. And having to return bad gifts you never wanted in the first place. You don't return them, you re-gift. Oh, the worst thing is if you order something through the mail or like buy something online and they send you the wrong thing. That oh. happened to me. I was like, oh, finally the Christmas present came. They sent me two things. One was the correct one. The other one was completely wrong. So now i got to call them and get it, make sure they okay that I send it back so they don't sh- charge me for shipping. And is shopping online just not... Is it not perfected yet? I don't know. I don't know how the hell they screwed this one up. They sent, It was T-shirts, and they sent me some, like, pink crap shirt that this person hates pink. Wear with pride. You should keep it. It's not for it's me. It's a good shirt. All right, Matt Albert says they left out. Yes, they wrangle each other, but they forgot they fish hook each other, too. Mm. Oh, that's important to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and by the way, apparently the Wolf Creek is based on uh, true stories uh, of happening in Australia, of guys, I guess, sniping people along the highway. So I didn't oh. realize that that was true. Oh. Frank and Avito, you're in the hideout. What you got, Frank? Hey. Yo. If you go see that movie, man, I'll never listen to this show, you homo. Shut the <laughs> hell up. <laughs> All right, also bad for the holidays, buying gifts from people you don't like. Of course. Should TV repeats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas charities. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily bad. It's not bad, but they do get... I think they should... Have them more centralized and do okay. Here's a few charities. Each of these do one thing instead of having three charities that do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't think it's annoying when the guy at Walmart is just shaking that bell right in front of your face when you walk out trying to get a few extra pennies from you? No, it's not like he's, it's not like he's trying to buy a pack of cigarettes with them. I want to hit him. Did you hear about that guy that would go around robbing those guys? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I remember that. Jeez, that was I, happening over in Tampa, I believe. Was it really? Sounds right. Hmm. Uh, Poor guys. And actually, a bell ringer chased her down. I uh, chased him down. Did he, he ring him? his bell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I slammed the door on him. Did we miss uh, a joke? I thought I. 
No, he didn't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, Dubs. Um, as far as the ugly is concerned for the holidays, spending forced time with family. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> you and I avoiding that. Mm. We're off for... How many days is that? It's a very like nine. Nine? But, well, not spending any time with any family nope. whatsoever. Wow. Even considering not making any phone calls. What happened? I'm. It's our my first year of just saying, screw it, I'm not going home, not yeah. putting up with it. And I think I'm going to really enjoy it. Because I usually have to fly all the way home to Michigan, and then I'm hitting every place. It's never relaxed. And I have to go yeah. from uh, my parents' house to my friends. And then my parents are calling me to come back to my house, and I can never get a That's a what break. I'm doing right now. My mom's like my agent. She has all these appearances with aunts and uncles and doing all the rounds. And it's you terrible. Get, and you got to sit there and just talk about how life's going. And <laughs> are you, uh, so are you able to feed yourself being a comedian? <laughs> yeah. you getting that. I just pass out bios. And just <laughs> right. If you any questions, please approach just me Just give them your uh, website. When yeah, you, yeah. When are you going to finally give up on this shock Jock thing. When are you gonna get a real job? All of that crap. Well, I get. Um, let's hear some of your material. Like I'm gonna start juggling and yeah. <laughs> doing my whole act, you know. And well, so, what do you guys talk about? Yeah. I don't know. We just talk. No, they they, they want. Can we hear your tapes? Uh, oh, yeah, I brought them right here. Matter of fact, sounds like exactly what you guys did to me not too long ago. Taste of your own medicine. What? What are you even talking well, about? We have material. Who invited you to talk? <laughs> yeah, and that's I a good. Po- <laughs> that's a good point. That's, we'd have something to share. We asked you for your material. I want you to uh, take his mic off of his stand there and hit him in the teeth with it. <laughs> Break the mic. Uh, yeah, they have very hey, large teeth. Uh, let's see here. Having to assemble the impossible, uh, the impossibly intricate gifts. Yeah, I don't buy anything that someone else would have to assemble. I just yeah. if you're gonna buy something that involved, you should also pay. For unless the assembly. assembly. Unless it's one of those little styrofoam airplanes with a little propeller on the front of it. I love those. And there is assembly required on Well, it's like, here, put this together, and if you do, then you can have it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's too now, much work. Do you think people get pissed off? Like, if you had a kid now, and you got him one of those styrofoam airplanes? I love those. How yeah. pissed would today's kids be over oh, that? Oh, they'd be loving Yeah, they want a propeller, gasoline. <laughs> Does this play <laughs> MP3s? Real- yeah, exactly. Is uh, internet ready? What you do <laughs> is, you, is you throw it. Very lightly. If you throw it too hard, it'll, hit, it'll go straight to the ground. You have to make sure you have the uh, the little weight yeah. on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you throw it just right, it'll go about 15 feet, and you'll love it. That's old school for these kids these days. Mm-hmm. All right. New Year's Eve, they say, is ugly, just because you end up getting really drunk and making out with somebody at the bar you don't know. Sounds good to me. The worst is when you call a cab company, and they, they don't come, and then you get a different cab, and the cab driver's calling you, cursing you and your girlfriend out. Mm-hmm. All right, now are we gonna play that over the mixtapes? Because that happened to Doug. I don't. I don't think I have it. I think you have it. I have it. I have that, and I found. I have the Matt Albert New Year's Eve stuff. Do we want to play that from like two? What was that? Two years ago? Yeah. The when he made out with that chick. Oh yeah, the blow up doll. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, and God. we made him go to all the bases on that. We did used to have to do uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve. Justin and Krista. <laughs> yeah. How do you like that? That's so funny. Um, I'll beat you senseless, Justin. Uh, and the home-knitted uh, Christmas sweaters also blow. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Now, the number one for the ugly, and ironically enough, this is perfect, uh, is the cheesy Christmas albums. We're going to take a break and come back. 
with some songs uh, from a friend of ours, Billy Staples, uh, who is a uh, used to be a producer for uh, Ron and Fez. He does uh, some stand-up stuff, or he used to. Yeah. He does a lot of writing, does some acting. Mm-hmm. He was. You may know him best as the hyena in the Incubus 1984 video. Right. So, also, he was a uh, a, a bus driver in uh, what, what show was that? Was that? Uh, it was on NBC. Without a trace. I think. No, it wasn't without a trace. Oh. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the Billy Staple stuff. Uh, great cheesy Christmas album you'll want to buy. Do you have the website to get it? Do you know where that is? Um, filthychristmas.aol.com. Yeah, you can email filthychristmas.aol.com or go to ronfez.net and order it from there. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1, wrapping it up on a Wednesday night, second to last live show for the Hideout. Um, thank you to Michael Nelson. Thank you. Uh, comedian hanging out. He's from Maitland, out in L.A., home from vacation, though, hanging out with the fam. Yes. If you want to come hang in tomorrow, man, feel, feel free. free. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, MichaelNelsonComedy.com is a link on uh, our website. The Hideout page on RealRadio.fm. Joe and Coco, you're in the Hideout. What you got, Joe? Hey, how's it going, guys? Love the show. You guys are great. Thank you. Um, I'm just I'm a little bit disturbed uh, because of the turmoil on the show between uh, uh, Chunks and uh, and and Bill. <laughs> and uh, I was just I was wondering, you know, if maybe as a bonding experience for them, if you could dress them up as cowboys and send them to see uh, Brokeback Mountain. Oh yeah, little <laughs> wuss already kissed my neck and fondled me from behind. You guys That's remember that? Uh, no, I don't remember. I think we reacted at the 12:30 showing at the Altamont Mall. What you guys do? You guys gotta fill your 10 gallon hat full of goo and uh, put it on your heads. Oh no, I don't. He likes it. By the way, Billy Staples was uh, in Third Watch Third playing Watch. Bus Driver, episode payback number, uh, episode number 5.7 or 57 in November 2003. can't breathe. Right. <laughs> I remember we had to pull those clips. <laughs> um, all right, by the way, CJ says, tell Dubs if it's underwear he wants, then it's underwear he gets. <laughs> And then she adds, dot, 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 I just don't think his girlfriend would like that. Aw. Oh. But she's going to bring it to you, so. She I'd like her naked ass in my face. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, let's play these. Now, the good, bad, and the ugly as far as the holidays are concerned. And under the ugly is cheesy Christmas albums. What is it about Jesus' birth that prompts uh, boy bands and B-list celebrities to release uninspired Christmas LPs? Now, Billy Staples, I wouldn't say this is uninspired. What's the name of his band, Dubs? Uh, Airsick. Airsick. And he is a uh, friend of ours through uh, Ron and Fez, who were heard on XM202. Yeah, and if you like this uh, music, you can order it at ronfez.net. It's on ronfez.net, link is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are... Now, Chunks, you say we need to put out a disclaimer. Yeah. Just play. It could be in a puss. I'm not, I, don't give, I don't give a damn, man. I'll play anything you guys tell me to play. Then play it. Uh, the first one I'm going to go with is uh, it's uh, Frosty the Snowman. It's a parody song on Frosty the Snowman. They all are. They're all parodies? Basically, yeah. Frosty the Snowman was a code name for this guy. He was selling drugs, okay, cocaine for the people who would buy. Went down to the village to 
That's the first one from Billy Staples and Airsick. Is it Airsick or Air Supply? Airsick. That was great. Um, awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big fan. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Okay, here's the next one uh, from Billy Staples and uh, Air. Sick. Yeah, he made a, a Hanukkah one too. Oh, good. Oh, okay, now this is Jewish humor, Deuce Joe, yeah. so maybe you want to take note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat a bagel, spin a dreidel. That's a Jewish staple. And they don't get to celebrate. You're all for we are laughing, they are crying, they get crap for eight days, and nowhere on Christmas you'll Jokes here. Sets the mood. Cause Jews don't have Christmas Day. There's the joke. Okay. All right, one. All right. Alright, Deuce Chill, uh, how would you rank that as far as Jewish humor goes? That's horrible, unless that drops part of it. Alright, enough with the seriously. What did they not do? That uh, thing was horrible. Alright, that's that's our friend, Billy Stables, <laughs> Lynn Sick. That's awesome. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, don't be. Nah, it's okay. We are. Really, it's okay. We should be apologizing. Yeah, we are uh, offended. Usually, uh, if I heard that, I'd be laying in the bottom of a uh, of a of a shower crying right now trying to <laughs> trying to wash the uh the shame away okay let's go ahead and um let's hear the next one from uh i guess the final one for tonight for the cheesy christmas uh, it's true though it falls under the ugly only one more well mm-hmm. we'll play more tomorrow just okay. because you asked yeah. it's your fault michael great <laughs> all right this let's one is uh based on santa baby oh god yeah <laughs> Santa Payne, you know a girl that's good as me ain't free. I took you all around the world, Santa baby. You are in pain for the whole night. 
Santa pay me. You know your time is almost through. It's true. Hurry up and finish, please. Santa baby, you want to pay for the whole night. With me, you just can't miss. You know us working girls. <laughs> We never kiss. Oh, yes, Santa, that's oh so good. Alright, and it's time to go. Alright, people are like, I don't know whether to laugh or be uh, disgusted. Laugh. Yeah, um, that's all you can do. I would say Burn, laugh it off. Burn Trail says, can you tell this is just thrown together quickly to make a buck? Yes. Uh, where can we get this, uh... Ronfest.net? Do they really want their names on this? Yeah. Ronfest.net. Alright. Well, uh, up. there it is. And I guess we'll have more. Flying off the shelves. Selling, a, <laughs> selling out. Uh, tomorrow, final show for 2005 in the hideout. Oh, man. It is, uh. And we'll be back next year, I guess. Mm. Um, but, uh, come on in. It's the open door policy. Have we talked to Tuttle, and is he coming in to pay off his uh, stunts for the Helmet of Pain? I told him to come up with a couple stunts. I'll remind him again tomorrow. Yeah, make sure you get a hold of him. He owes two stunts to the Heretics tomorrow uh, to come in and pay those debts off. Um, and bring your presence for the hideout, too. Come on in and uh, be somebody tomorrow night. Michael Nelson has been here for the last couple hours. He's going to swing Yay. by tomorrow, too. Absolutely. MichaelNelsonComedy.com. Uh, he's a homeboy making it big out in L.A. And it, oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. He also knows Doe. I you know, know yeah. him as Deuce Chill, but he also knows Doe. And also, um, if you have iTunes, if you go to the iTunes Music Store, you type my name, you can get my stand up there. Oh, badass! Oh, awesome. You can uh, just you can subscribe to it, and it's got a set of mine from the uh, the world famous Comedy Store. You can listen to that, and then also if you go to nationallampoon.com and type in my name, a bunch of stuff I've written will come up as well. Outstanding. And one of the stories that I really like on National Lampoon that I wrote is about when I went hunting with Shaquille O'Neal. Is seventh, that true? Seventh grade, yeah. All right, well, we'll check that out for tomorrow, so, then. Yeah. We'll make, now, make, tell you, it on the air. The way you can get true fame is writing a uh, song about a snowman uh, cocaine dealer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a Jewish I, song that I didn't get, and... Uh, some other one about a hooker. I don't I have think that so. creative capacity. Yeah, it's somewhere <laughs> That's way out of my league. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow for the last Thank live you. hideout. Uh, Monsters in the morning. Uh, Shannon Burt Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We're back at 7 live for the last time in 2005. Uh, don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority. And stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch, 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Shock Jock. Radio Roadblock. Shock Jock. I got the clue.